rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. Hopping out, you know with sun when the doors lift. Whole squad hide the burners. Mets hat in the sky like Bobby Smurder. They watch me like the chip, court side at the rucker. Flow only getting tougher. She begging me to cuff her. Brooklyn sweet chick waffles with raspberry butter. Wear a mink at the roller rink, middle of the summer. If I can't get it done, I got soldiers with me to cover. Queens get the money, we only stacking it up with. Cheese stay icy, cause shit gets spicy. She on demon time, I get her a timepiece. Panic. Niggas not lit, not like me. Can't get nothing by me, my mind in 2090. K-L-O-K-A by Pricey. Cost money, speak the charge money. Fast money, push the start money. Lost money, Escobar money. Hit boy, we got another one. Tyson. Yeah. Fabio. Bitch, don't check me, bitch, check the air quality. No. Yeah. Off top, nigga, I'm saying. Yeah, damn. And bitch, don't check me, bitch. Check the air quality. No. Yeah. Dyson's and shit. You know what I'm saying? $500 fans and shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit's something slight, though. You know what I mean? Run that. I was born in 91. Product of the dope game. 50s, Camaros, cuts when we swine. Crack game. You don't even know to have distress. Living life so fast. I'm trained. 91, 91. Have you ever been so fly? Bitches see and wanna 
Here we go, here we go, here we go. Woo! It's been a long time. It's been like two weeks, three, two weeks. Uh, for my listeners, for our fans, for the you know, people of the pod, I apologize. We, we never meant to leave you for this long. Uh, life yeah. is really hectic. Um, but we're back. We're coming back with some new shit, you know, new, new, even though we were gone. I feel like we got reinv- uh, reinvigorated, you know, re-energized on this shit. You know what I'm saying? We got some things in the works. You know, we talked, we chopped it up. We got some, you know, uh, Terry's working on some merch and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, so we're in 2021 because we're going to, ch- you know, we got three months left of this bitch. That's it. So in 2021, you know, we coming, we coming for head tops. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get back in the studio in real life. You know what I'm saying? We got things working, but... You know, welcome to another episode of Model Talks, a safe place for keeping the play where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. It's your boy SL, man. Welcome, uh, welcome back, Charles. How you doing, man? I'm doing welcome well, traveler. man. Welcome, traveler. welcome back. Go ahead, say what you're saying. You're gonna say you're a world traveler, man. You've been on a move. I'm not a world traveler, I'm a US traveler, you know. Uh and I think you're talking about my trip. I just took a trip to Los Angeles. Yeah. To go to go see how uh the world is burning. You know, I wanted to see how God smites the wicked. <laughs> so, so I went. So we went to LA. I went on a very nice trip. Me and my lady for her birthday. You know, and um, it was real nice. You know, I did not catch COVID. Blessings. And I we entertained ourselves. Yeah, safely. Yeah, yeah, safely. You know, got a real real nice crib. We was in Inglewood. You know what I'm saying? You know, my name is Mike, and I'm from North Carolina. Uh, we. <laughs> We was in Inglewood, and um, it was it was nice out there. Weather was nice, and uh, couldn't ask for a better trip. You wear the right colors. You mean you know disrespect? I wore the right colors. I was a little nervous because I had these red New Balance slides, right? And um, like I said, we was in Inglewood, and I think I was talking on the phone because I had I you know because I, I got homies that that be places. So I was talking on the phone with some people in, in, in LA. I was trying to link up with them. You know, when you're on the phone, you like to roam. You want to go yeah, outside, yeah. especially like I'm in the Airbnb, I had a porch. I was like, let me go outside, talk on the phone and shit. So I'm talking on the phone and a fucking a Benz. And, and, and LA is different from Virginia. They they can have as dark 10 as they want. They can have 5% 10 out that motherfucker. So this Benz is pulling up and it got that all black tent. And I'm seeing the car come up and he start rolling slow. Like some LA, California shit, like niggas just start dropping slow. You, I'm like, I'm on you got, point. You got tents. It got, I felt the tension and I was like, yo, this nigga's looking at me. So, and I, and I look at my feet, I had my red slides on. I was like, let me take my ass back in the house. <laughs> you know, we, we, I don't know the delay of the land and I am out here, you know, wearing a, a very color that, you know, got a lot of history out there. So I was like, that was the only nervous moment I had. Yeah. Good vibes yeah. out there though. Smoke good, drink good. Oh, good weed. Yeah. I, you know, vacation Terry is a different nigga. But you know, we were celebrating and I didn't want to overdo it. 
So I kind of held back on the drinking a little bit. I didn't go that hard because I was like, you know, because liquor take you out. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, yeah. when, when you drink heavily, that should take your ass out. And I was trying to, uh, I was trying to hang. So I, I did a lot more smoking than drinking. But, you know, I, I turned up a little bit. We're glad to have you back. You know what I'm saying? Safe, uh, safe passage from there and back. Uh, you know, flight was good. No, no delays. Oh, yeah, this time I didn't have, like, I took another, when I went to Memphis, you know, on the way back, we had a delay, and we had to get off a plane, get on another plane. This time, everything was on schedule, layovers was quick, right on planes, no problems, no fuss, it was good. How's, I haven't been in airports since COVID happened, how's the airports, is it? Is it Bro, crazy? so, we flew out of Baltimore, and it was, and we got the early flight, so it wasn't that packed, TSA was quick. Even coming and flying into LA, it was flying out of LA, it was quick. But Chicago, that that airport was fucking crazy. It was that shit was, it was packed. It was packed, and maybe because we it was packed both because we had that was where our layover was both times, and that that airport was jumping. That's interesting. Chicago, because yeah. I guess Chicago is like a really big airport, yeah, so I guess people be flying in and out internationally. So it was crazy in Chicago. That's good to have boots on the ground because what. What you see on the news is that then the, the industry, travel industry, the airline industry is in shambles right now. You know, they're firing people, laying off people. But to hear that in Chicago, packed is very interesting. Yeah, well, you know, Chicago's second biggest city in the country. Yeah. So it's, um, I would expect that. But everywhere else, like Baltimore, it was it was pretty quiet. You know what I'm saying? And we flew out of Memphis the other time, it was quiet. Um, I think everywhere else it is slow because like you hear people get furloughed from the they jobs yeah. at the airlines and shit. So, you know, it's I traveled safely, but uh, you know, people are traveling. Like people, the planes was packed. The planes. Was packed. Oh, bro, your flight there was a uh, was a uh, packed. You have to. Yeah, man. Like every road, like they said before, on the way back from Chicago, it was a it was a more loose flight. Like we had a seat in our row and everything, so it was it was less. But um. Going there, every flight, the, the flight teams was like, yes, it's a packed flight. So, da, 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 da. so. Mm. What's it like wearing a mask for a three hour flight? So I learned my lesson from traveling to Memphis earlier. You gotta make sure, cause there's a lot of tension on your ears and shit. And yep. that's what it was fucking with me. Cause I, so you gotta make sure that it's, it's secure but you don't want a lot of tension from your ears and shit. But after I got comfortable, so I had a comfortable mask, I had a cloth mask, and also had a medical mask. I put that one under the cloth, and I made sure that it was pretty loose, and but it was still on my face, and then it was fine. And then they said, when you're eating this shit, you can take it off. It's like, if you're eating and drinking, you can take your mask off, but once you're not, they want you to keep it on the whole flight. And shit, I slept with that bitch on. I ain't had no problem. Okay. Yeah, listen, I don't have a problem wearing masks all the time, but, you know, people... Uh... People do have some problems, you know. They start throwing temper tantrums and stuff. So yeah, but when you wear it for hours, you do be ready to rip that bitch off. Man. I get it, I get it. But then I also think about doctors who wear that shit for hours. Yeah, we seen them fucking nose be red and shit. If they can wear a mask for hours, and I can wear it for you know two two hours or whatever, you know what I'm saying, to get to my destination. But it's good to have you back, man. It's good to pot. Uh, you know, we had a hiatus, uh, you know, last couple of weeks was pretty hectic. September is always a pretty hectic month for me personally. You know, a lot of my homeboys and myself uh, had a birth that has birthdays in September. You know, mine was the 27th. 
Yes, sir, Rio. Um, have we I, uh, have huh? we caught it since your birthday? Nah. Damn, son, this is the first time you've been thirty on the pod. Yeah, I feel it, bro. <laughs> I felt it. I feel it. I still feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like as you drink a mimosa. Yeah, but you know, I think you gotta as thirty, you gotta learn how to play the game right. So like, uh, yesterday, mama, if you're listening. You know, disregard this, but uh, I was drinking wine. Plus, I took a little edible, and mm-hmm. I was that was nice. But when I woke up, my body was in shambles. Uh, like my headache was crazy. Like you know, what I'm saying like we were supposed to pod yesterday, Saturday, Sunday today. We're partying. Oh, that's why you rescheduled. Yeah, I was like, I can't do it. Like my head was rocking. Like I don't know. Like if I if I hit the marijuana. Plus the alcohol, <laughs> it's like my head be so turnt and like I be dehydrated all day, ready to sleep. And I wasn't good till like four. And at that point, like four o'clock, it's like, well, niggas is getting on with their day and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially on a Saturday, let's just, you know, push it to the next day. So I was hung over a couple of times uh, during my birthday, but I enjoyed myself. I, will, I didn't get no pics like that. I had some really good fits. Uh, for my birthday. You did though. I seen you with the, he had the gold Air Maxes on. Yeah. One night with the jean, with the jean short sleeve shirt. That's when you went to the, tell them how you went to the Basino and you came up on these niggas. Oh yeah, man. I don't know. I, whatever, whatever I was doing was well. I came in there with $200 and I left with, I think like 13 off the blackjack table. I hit a couple times. You know what I'm saying? I was wearing a nice little crystal my lady gave me. I think it was, it's a, Clear quartz, which is I think is for like uh, clear thoughts. Mm-hmm. Whatever I was doing, I was turned at the table. I'm not gonna lie, I was turned at that table. But I had a couple times. I feel like I gave you some money too. Like I would just give it yeah, out. Yeah, he was balling. He gave me like fifty dollars to gamble. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I did not lose money in the casino though. I said I think I think I, I was up like I maybe got up like sixty at one point. And then I ended up getting down. I was only up like 10. So I left for like yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Well, I think it was like last week. I actually went back. <laughs> you went back? Yeah, I went back. Me and my lady, you know what I'm saying? We was like, let's just go up to DC. You know, I was supposed to meet up with, you know, Ty and them, but I loaf. You know, it, was, it ended up being um, just a, a sporadic, you know, trip. Uh, we didn't tell nobody really, really that was going there. And I went back. I took out 200. I came up. Came up to five left for five hundred off the okay. roulette table. I never played roulette before. Every so, time I play roulette, I fucking lose. I never played roulette before, so it was interesting. Like it's uh, you can win really quickly, or you can lose really. Bro, quickly. that's how I the first time I ever went to the casinos with you we went to Maryland Live, and I had like ninety, and I put ninety on black, and I was like, this is gonna set the tone for the night. It was my first bet. Ninety dollars, ninety like that, and I was like, "Well, I'm done." I was, <laughs> I was like, "I just lost ninety dollars. I'm not about to keep going." And and I also think that shit is rigged. I was like, "They got, they clearly probably got magnets in the motherfucking roulette joint, and they press a button and they go to whatever color they want." That's what I be thinking. Maybe, but uh, kids, you won. You gotta, so shout yeah, out to the you. kids, you gotta, you gotta spread out throughout multiple numbers and stuff. Oh, okay, that's how you gotta play it. You can't just bet one color. And shit. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Well, you can you can bet one color, but if it's like a thirty dollar minimum, or whatever, they'll give you like five dollar chips. So you put your five dollar chips on multiple parts of the section, so you have a better chance of hitting. 
copying. See, I gotta learn how to gamble because, like, you even said that you uh, played blackjack on your phone a lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, little methods and shit to play. It's like, I was, I was playing back blackjack. I came up, but I wasn't like splitting shit. I, I mean, because yeah. I never got like no doubles, but like, I wasn't betting on. Like, you was betting to get the two or ace. You was putting a couple dollars down on that. Yeah. Um. It's a. It's. I can see why people have addictions to gambling because. Oh yeah. Once yeah. you hit, and you like, damn! I like you start getting like superstitions. Like I need to go to this table at this time with this amount of money, or I can't. I can't go to this certain type of dealer or whatever. You know, it's a lot of mojo. A lot of like a lot of people like experience gambles or people that really gamble this shit. Like they have like strategies and mojos, and they don't go at certain times and blah 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 blah. blah. It's, you can see how you can you can get addicted to that, especially if you're doing all types of gambling, like sports gambling and shit like that. But it's a definitely a get. Uh, it's a practice where you need to have income. You're okay with losing because you're gonna lose probably more times than you win. Yeah, I believe it. But I definitely just like you said that shit get addicting. I see my. That's why I don't play around. I'm like, listen, I'm a bet this. I'm strict. I got this much to gamble with. Yeah. If I lose that, I'm done. If I come up, I'm a key. I'll, I'll bet what I what I won, but I'm not going below what I started yeah. with. That's a good practice to have. Because you know, I ain't playing with these people this shit. <laughs> I, I seen the movie Casino. The house always wins. At the end of the day, <clears throat> excuse me. At the end of the day, they always do. Because listen, regardless of the money you're spending gambling, you're going to buy drinks. It's a resort. There's food there. There's, um, you know, there's food there. There's entertainment. You're going to drink. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to spend money. Some You're not going to win all the every time you go there you're gonna lose some money regardless of the avenue even if it's not just gambling so but it's a good time i thought about it i asked michael one day i was like if a nigga asked you on a first date to go to the casino what would you think um i thought it would be a cool date for a first mm-hmm. date you know what I'm saying uh you give her a little change you know what i'm saying go ahead and bet that you know what i'm saying if she win if you win you still win but now you get to play games again. You see, you see how the person can act in a social setting. Yeah, um, you know, there's lots of lights and shit like that. I don't know. I thought it'd be a different type of vibe than just going to like a dinner and a movie. But women love dinner, so that doesn't, you know, they always. Yeah, you gotta feed them. Yeah, but that could be a horror movie date too. Say you take a joint to the casino, and she end up being a gambler. She end up having a gambling addiction, and you trying to get, hey, let's go. She's like, no. I'm not fucking leaving right now. Yeah. I'm going to like or the nigga flip out because he losing and he yeah. is like, hey, he hey bitch, chill the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if a nigga loses money, the date's over. Say, say he got a little, he got a little gambling addiction in his ass, and he take you to the casino. Like that seemed like a, a date that a, a gambling addict would take you on. Like, yeah. I'm gonna take her to the casino because this is where I'll be at every weekend, anyways. Thanks. So but look at us. Being travel, traveling, and, and living life and enjoying enjoying life. I like that. Yeah, niggas is old age looks good on you, my brother. You know what I'm saying? You get to do things and you get to travel. And, you know, uh, even through the times of COVID and uncertainty, you're still finding the joys of life. And that's important. Yeah, man. It's little things. You know, it's not just about the big, you know, every, you know, taking these trips and going places and spending money and buying things. It's, you know, it's nice. Quality. It's nice. Those are good too. 
but quality of life, man, you know, being able to pay your bills on time and then, you know, just enjoy, enjoy the heart. Cause shit, I work hard, man. And I just want to enjoy, have a good quality of life. You know, you know, it's a, you know, it's a sign of growth that you went on a trip, right? Cause I remember back in our days, we go on a trip and we come back with less money than we had, or we're struggling for like the next two weeks. Cause we yeah, don't spend too yeah. much on a trip. Like, like, oh shit, I shouldn't have went on a vacation. I don't know how to pay this bill that's coming up. So that's growth. Cause I've been yeah. there. I come back and I still got, you know, I can still eat crab yeah. legs. Yeah, I remember we went to, <laughs> we went to Charlotte and I took oh, too yeah. much, I spent too much money and I don't think I remember that next week or two was kind of rough. Niggas, niggas, that that Charlotte trip. We gonna we gonna make a short film or something and reenact that Charlotte trip because it was a one day trip. But niggas went out there and lost their mind. <laughs> and, to, and we wasn't even there twelve hours. <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying? We actually we was probably we was there twenty four hours. But the next day, but for them for them hours when we went out at night, we was we was acting like totally different. Yeah, I ain't never act like that before. That was- I just want, I just people, I just want this one scene to be in the short film. We was in a limo <laughs> and Chris fell from the limo seat to the floor of the limo. And if you've been in a limo, you know, it's a, it's a short drop from the seat <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> but this nigga hit the ground with so much force. I was like, my nigga, you fell eight inches, you fell 10 inches. But it sounded like this nigga fell. I don't think no one's standing beside Four feet up. This nigga hit the ground so hard. And first of all, why are you laying down on the seats in the limo, and then you fall from the bro? It was just too many laughs, bro. I never. And then we lost this nigga, uh, TJ. Yes. We went to a club and we did not see this nigga the For whole the night. Yeah. And nobody even missed him. We was like, then later on we're like, yo, where TJ been this whole time? And he just pop up. We like that nigga was doing something. We don't. We gotta figure out. We gotta get his side and see yeah. what he was doing when he was yeah. missing. That was a yeah. That's like a hangover type night. And it was. It was. I don't even know if it was anybody. I think it was maybe. My it was Dot's birthday. It was Dot's birthday. Yeah. Yeah, that was he, a hangover just, type night. These because it started. These niggas go out to get liquor or something, and they come back and we're like we got a limo. I'm like. Okay. Because the nigga, we was outside that hotel. The guy was like, I don't know what prompted us to ask him how much it is for a limo. He said it's, I think like 250 for five hours or some shit like that. And he was like, what? 250? That's And we had like six of us. So it was like, what, 20? Yeah, split that down. Split that up. Yeah, split that up. And roll like bosses. Felt like bosses. Felt like bosses. You know what I'm saying? So Everybody says this, like people are like, oh, we need, we should record our lives because we'd be so lit. But I really think like we 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 are littered in a lot of niggas out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Listen, like, I would say we have stories worth telling. Everybody does, but I feel like everybody says that, right? But when they when you when people put their stuff on television or whatever, or just for life, it's like that's like that's that's easy. It's a light night. Okay, it sounds like you're bragging. That's what it sounds like. I am bragging. Like, you know what I'm saying? We party with the best of them. I, I said I have said, like, I really should get paid to party because I know how to fuck a party, man. 
If there's one thing, I that's that's why it took me seven, six and a half years to graduate college. <laughs> I know, I know how to party. Yeah, man. But um, I'm on the other side of the uh, other side of the twenties. I'm on thirty. I'm feeling Damn. good. I'm excited for what thirties thirties have to bring. I heard it's I heard it's more turn, but with more money. So I'm ready for hey. that. So. And that's a long recap for your ass because we've been away for so long. Yeah, and I apologize. You know, ah. we do this sometimes. You know, we we supposed to be consistent with it. You know what I'm saying? Listen, we we didn't miss a day for almost two years. We were consistent for two years straight. We every week we drop, and you know, there's times. You know, it's it's the 2020, my nigga. It's yeah. it's 2020. So. I hope y'all give us some leeway, but we we love that y'all are back with us and listen again, and we got some content for y'all. Uh, you see, you go to Cali, and I just want to throw them words out. Listen, and I listen. I was, I was trying to change the way I talk because I like I didn't want to say you know you're in California. This is where blood and cripping was created. I was calling people blood a lot. I was like, especially behind the wheel, like you know I was driving and you know. I realized that niggas, the reason why so much traffic in California is because everybody come from different places and live there. Nobody, it's not a lot of local, it's a lot less locals. Uh-huh. It's a lot of transplants. And everybody come from all these different places and they come to LA and they drive all different. They don't know how to drive. And it's big six lane highways in LA. And I'm and people was doing the dumbest shit on the fucking highways. Like, yo, people be all the way in the left lane and the exit be over here and they stop to get over, to get off on the exit, bro. If you in the left, if you in the left lane and your exit over here, you just missed your exit. Just you missed it. <laughs> get yeah. off at the next exit. So I'm on, I'm behind the road and I get a little mad. I'm like, yo, blood, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh shit, let me let me stop calling niggas blood, yeah. you know, because they might hear me. Yeah, let me relax. But um, wow, that's crazy. I just I'm had good neighborhood. And I tell you something, I just had deja vu. I had a dream that you and your lady were pick, picking me up somewhere and you did exactly what you just said niggas were doing. Like, I don't know what city we was in, but I told you to scoop me. Like we were somewhere on the strip. So you scoop me and we were driving somewhere on the highway. And I pictured, now I remember the dream. You did exactly that. You went from the left lane to the far <laughs> right lane and niggas was cursing you out. Niggas was cursing you out. And you was like, I do this. <laughs> wow. Well, um, that look at you foreshadowing. I need you to pick some uh, lotto numbers or something. Yeah, that's crazy. And next time you need to do like a, I think it's called a lucid dream where you could kind of guide your dreams. I need you to guide your dream to to like you walk into a gas station or Seven Eleven and you buy a lottery ticket. And I need you to remember those numbers. So that that's we usually when them. the dream stops or you wake up when you're about to hit something or you're about you gotta, to. You got to practice. Uh, maybe take some shrooms or some shit. Well, shit, so you already out there popping eddies. <laughs> popping, popping eddies on these. See, and that's one thing that I forgot to do when I was, because I wanted to get edible. But we only went to one um, dispensary and they didn't have, like, I don't do like cookies and cakes and shit. I don't know. Them shits affect me differently. But like gummies or candies, like mm-hmm. I, I have a good time off of those, like Paul's lollipops or like Chewies or you know dumb shits. Like I like those edibles, but I don't like like the the cake, the baked goods. Yeah. So I forgot to find some of those, and we were supposed to cop some and bring some back, and I didn't get to do that. 
I mean, you can find it in your. You, you live an hour away from DC, so it's not like you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, cause I need that. Cause, but you know, uh, it sucks that this summer kind of got snatched from us because, uh, was it last summer or the summer before last? Twenty, I guess the summer of twenty eighteen summer, I, I was on an edible run, and I had a great summer off the eddies, man. Great summer. <laughs> it's always, it's always when you least expect it. I mean, everybody knows that's when you least expect that's when the edible hit, and you be geeked up. Like oh, I ain't never been super geek, <laughs> super geek. Or it always, it always hits you right before you're like. For me personally, it always hits me right before like I'm ready to go to bed. So like I'd be geeked up in the bed trying to like get myself <laughs> together. That's funny. You know what I'm That's the worst. Or you always wake up still high. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. this is a I full love body that. High. You always wake up still high. But I love waking up high. It's a, it's a pretty interesting start to your day. But uh, when I was younger, you know, we used to smoke that good mid. <laughs> <laughs> And um, but we would smoke a lot. Listen, we would we would smoke, we we smoking three, four J's at night, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, this is back in the day, I still live with my mom, so you gotta get up and go to church in the morning. My ass went out on a Saturday, smoked three, four J's, went to sleep, woke up, get ready for church. I'm still cooked. Mm. So I go to church and I'm in the front, and like it's not like I felt like I was doing nothing bad. But when I tell you that was the funniest church, sir, I was noticing everything that was going on in that motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm in the front. And thankfully, I think I I was sitting in the front. So it wasn't a lot of people. There was nobody in front of me. So like not no one could really see my face. I was geeking in church. High, cooked. Off that, off you that didn't, wake up. You, feel, you didn't feel the Lord looking down. I was like, I was like, God made this. So he and he got a sense of humor. I was like, it's not like I'm out here, you know, living a evil life. You know, I'm a good dude that just happened to be cooked in church. You, you still made, hey, you still made the church, still got the good word. Exactly. And, and you know, the word hit different. And I was like, yeah, because you know, like when you don't go to church for a while, the message always seems to be made for you. Tailored. Tailored. I'll be like, yo, why is he talking about me right now? But uh, it was good. I mean, good and bad. But yeah, shout out to being cooked when you wake up. All right. <laughs> um, Need a big eating. Yeah, <laughs> we've been gone for a couple of weeks, so we got you know, we we've been away from the <laughs> topics of pop culture. We gotta keep it funky. What are you doing? Oh, what what? Oh, we do have to keep it funky. See, I missed that. Uh, do you have I anything to you. keep it funky with first? Let me look at my. Yes, book. I do, and I said it because I have I have to keep it funky about this shit and. You know, we be we operate on the on the internet. You know, we get social media and shit like that. But I really want young black men to shut the fuck up talking about they prefer other races of women over black women. I'm sick of these high school kids or these kids asking each other questions and talking about do you like black women? And then these motherfucking goofy ass little young kids be like, nah, man, I like white bitches. I like Spanish girls. I like, I like, yeah, I like Asians. And, he's, and they'd be like, yo, why you don't like black girls? And they'd be like, oh, because they, they ghetto or they loud. And they, Shut the fuck up talking about you like other women over black women. And, it, and you black. Yeah, that's nasty. You are out here <clears throat> talking about you. And then and they, they be shitting on, they be like, I don't like black girls, this and that. Bro, you came from a black woman. You are out here talking shit about your mother, your mama. 
So now no, let me ask. Books. Let me ask because these are young niggas that we're watching, right? So do you think that it's just young niggas being young niggas and being ignorant? And... Well, guess what? I'm telling them to stop being ignorant and shut the fuck up. Okay. Because you look fucking stupid. And then, God forbid, you get older and you look back at these videos, you're going to be cringing at the shit you fucking saying on this fucking camera, trying to be funny, trying to be cool. Bro, making fun of black women when you are a black man, you look like the goofiest of the goofy that could be goofy. Yeah. Or talking about you like white girls over black girls. You are black. Fuck, listen, that, I don't, we say love who you love. We've said on this shit before. Love who you love. It's okay to date who you who who date whoever you want, but when you out here putting down black women and you are a black man, you are the you just I want to slap all these little niggas upside their peasy ass these peas they peasy ass Duke fro uh, Duke Duke, Duke fro, fro. Duke you know what I'm saying they got they got they all got the nappy ass shit you know what I'm saying like shut the fuck up bro and they and it's and it's it'd be a line that they'd be like yo what type of Jones like, yeah I prefer white Jones why yeah because they do it shut the fuck up. Niggas are just horny, bro. They just horny, man. Yeah, okay, you horny. Listen, trust me, black girls suck dick too, fellas. <laughs> black black girls, they 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 suck dick too. Okay, black black women, and guess what? They gonna age. I'm just telling you, they not. They gonna age better. They're the most most educated, the most intelligent, and guess all. And and we see this on a bigger scale. Everybody's pattern their body off a black woman body right now. Uh, and this is probably a second keep it funky. I see, I guess the BBL thing is like a rampant, you know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, uh, on social media, like women are getting BBLs. I guess that's where they get fat fat transfer into their butt. They, yes. they, they try to say they ask real because it's they fat, they put in their <laughs> butt or whatever. But um, we see that people are getting surgically enhanced to have the body that is natural. There you go, you got that extra dry. Yeah. I already know. That's you taught me that. Drink. You taught me that. And listen, so <laughs> I've been finished this, about the body shit. People are people are getting plastic surgery to look like black women. Why but big butts are in, big lips are in. You know what I'm saying? Natural hair, people getting braids, people wearing micro braids, all that shit like, bro. Be true to yourself, love yourself. And I feel like it's it's definitely a sign of self-hate for these young, these young, young niggas, these young black niggas. They really think that these other races are just inherently better and more attractive sexually because bro, bro, there's nothing better than a black woman. And you know what I'm saying? All women are beautiful, but when you talk, it's like a Chinese man talking about Chinese women ain't shit. What the fuck are you talking about? You Chinese, yeah. 100%. That's an in-house conversation. That's an in-house conversation. Yeah, bro. And shit, and y'all and y'all little peasy and little niggas ain't even met all the black women just cause you don't like the little bitches that go to your school. What the fuck? It's That's millions, it's you in high school, my G. That's what it is. Fuck, facing their mouth to say some dumb Speaking shit. Speaking of uh, BBLs, right? So, you know, I uh, I found a password to MTV, like the, the, the cable. So yeah. I've been watching True Life. Mm. Uh, shout out to True Life. And one of the converse, one of the episodes was about, uh, I hate, I want the perfect booty. And there was this man, he wanted a BBL. It was a gay man. Is this a 2020 True Life? Yeah, yeah. It's a gay man. He's a 17, gay white man. Uh, 17 year old from Springfield, Illinois. He wanted a BBL. And his okay. inspiration for the BBL, can you guess who it was? 
Uh, right, gay white man from Nick, Springfield, Nicki, Illinois. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj. No, Kardashians. No. Oh, Kim K. Kim K. Kylie. Kylie. Chloe. Okay. All of them is like. Okay, that would be that would be my second guess. Okay, and the I'm Kardashians. Like, and I'm like, he he is one of those gay white men who pattern himself off of the mannerisms of black black women. women. Mm-hmm. Like most gay white men, they pattern themselves off the, you know the the. So you know what black women do, and I'm like, yep. your aspiration for a BBL and a big butt is of the Kardashians who have modeled their whole family off, off of black, black black women. It's crazy how black women don't get the respect or the credit the credit for transcending world culture. Yeah, bro, it's you know what I'm crazy. saying, but it has to be. This is one of the times where we hold black men accountable, where we cannot fawn off of you know, other women. Good word, good word. You know, uh, doing what black women have done naturally. And I understand there's a, f- a fixation because they're, they're, I guess, AKA foreign, <clears throat> you know, you know, they're not black, they're, you know, Spanish or, you know, uh, mixed with something. So there is that in hate and like, I never had that before. And I okay. get that. But like you said, we don't need to put down our black women because you want to have, you want to taste another part of the, the 47 flavors or whatever in Baskin Robbins. Bro, ain't nobody stopping you from fucking a Spanish on. Fuck her and shut up. Ain't nobody stopping you from bunning a Helen or a Becky or an Elizabeth. Go fuck her and shut the fuck up. Bro, but you out, but it's, they actively say shit about black girls when they want to, when they want to go date a, uh, somebody else outside their race. It's, it it's, and, it's, and, and I think once they grow up and they realize, well, I wanted this white woman with ass with a BBL. <laughs> yeah, I want a white girl with a fat ass. The fuck? So you, but you want a black woman then, because the white woman patterned themselves to attract you, and they know that black men love black, black love ass. And who have started the ass loving? Ass no, I will say this though: I think all men have loved. Fat asses, even white men, and but I, I think, think so. okay, I but not so. not mainstream, not mainstream because they do like them slender little whatever, whatever. Yeah, the pattern, Wait, the pattern for beauty was the European slim, no ass, no titties. 100%, 100%, 100%. Boy, boyish figures. <laughs> the Europeans like some boyish figures. If you if you I ask mean, me, we know what we know what time it is over there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We know what the Greeks and Romans was doing, but um. <laughs> 100% and you hit it on the head for me when you said they they the bruh said the Kardashians and Kardashians got their shit from black women and they just skip no credit given bro just straight steal the swag steal the drip steal the sauce and then re- put a different label on it and act like they made the sauce it's it's outlandish it's nuts man and listen and we listen I say this all the time it's not there, there is no, I don't know if I say this all the time, but there's no one prototype of beauty. There's beauties and I'll be holding, that's the real shit that can be said. Little booty, small booty, fat booty, big thighs, slim thighs, rolls, you know what I'm saying? Curves, no curves, you know what I'm saying? So, and, we, and we've had this conversation before. There's joints with bodies, like girls, oh, yo, she has a very curvy body. But then there's joints that just got sex appeal. Like she might not have had the fattest ass, or whatever, but son, her sex appeal could be off the charts. Like, look at Rihanna. Rihanna don't got the fattest anything. Nope. But don't she, but don't she got the most sex appeal of any woman like this out here? You'd be like, yo, you just know that shit is fire. Yeah. 
what I'm yeah. saying? So that's that's that 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 comes from inside. It ain't about the outside, bro. And we're not out here objectifying women to their bodies, but let's just be honest. The shape of the African woman is the shape of the African woman. Yeah. It's just what it is. Yeah. You know? These other bitches out here shaped like the letter P. <laughs> it's Listen, again, if we're 30, 30, we're in our 30s now, we having a new enlightenment, you know, and uh, even though we've always appreciated Black women, we've had our enlightenment of, you know, putting Black women on a pedestal because they deserve to be there. I just yeah. hope that with time, these young Black men will understand that, like, you don't need to put down Black women because you like Becky and... And that's fine if you like Becky. Yes. A lot of niggas like Becky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't need to put you don't need to put black women down to do that. Bro, you know it's one hundred percent. It's just simple, bro. You hate it's self-hate, bro. You hate yourself. Yeah. You you are literally spewing hate speech towards yourself. Yeah. What if Tupac said you got your name from a woman? You came from a woman, got your name from a woman. You out here talking shit about the motherfucker that birthed your ass. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Young, like, I know we were young niggas, but these young niggas are weird. And I know it's every the cameras, it's the cameras, bro. It's the telephone. Yeah, every generation says that about the younger generation, but like legit, these niggas are weird. Like these young generation is weird. They they do weird shit. And I try to understand it. I just can't. I'm tell, bro. The camera is the fucking telephone. It's the camera. Like I, I, I really recognized it when I first got to college. Like when you put a camera in front of someone's face, they really will change. People will. They do a lot of things for the camera. And yes, and now they got social media, and it's all about you know popularity, energy. Imagine that popularity, energy that that was around when we was in high school, and then add a camera to it, and then add yeah. social media to it. It's gonna make people act goofy. It's yeah. gonna make people. It's gonna make people do things that they don't even really feel. They just saying shit because they think that it's the cool thing to say. When you know what I'm saying, when they really they'll they'll really understand the definition of what actual cool is. Cool is actually being true to yourself and forming your likes and dislikes based on what speaks to you and what doesn't. Not what you think everybody else thinks is the wave. That's why the sneaker game is fucked up. I can connect this shit so many different ways. Because mm -hmm. people are just, this is what's cool and everybody buys into what this is cool. And it's not even some shit that you like. You talked about the big, about the medical Balenciaga Jones. That shit looks stupid, but everybody has bought into it on some level and then they get this price point and people are like, oh, if I get these Balenciagas, sure you're gonna suck my meat. If I get these Balenciagas, nigga, I'm shitting on these niggas. You know, it's the camera, bro. It's all about the camera. I hope, I pray for these little niggas, man. It's weird, man. Um, so my keep it funky. I feel like I've said it before, but I'm gonna say it again. Any nigga that says only God can judge them or they walk with God, they did that shit. God didn't ask for that responsibility. <laughs> only God can judge them. They did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you've been ostracized from whatever community you are, you was in because you did some fuck shit and you wasn't thinking about God or walking only with God when you was on the fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, your feet is getting to the flame. 
So now mm. you, you find, you seem to find religion all of a sudden. It's weird to me, you know what I'm saying? And I use it specifically for uh, the, that nigga Tory Lanez. But mm-hmm. this applies to all niggas, all people. But niggas, black men, specifically, because I'm a black man, I watch how black men are moving. I'm not slandering black men, but I know specifically when niggas start throwing God out into shit, <laughs> going to jail. Because <laughs> that's listen, because that's the only that's the only person they can go to it now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, stop, stop asking for God's for stop. God is God is forgiven, God. Whatever guys you whatever guys you looking, you know, you uh you follow. But your God didn't ask for this responsibility when he probably told you not to do the fuck shit you was doing. But you did the fuck shit, and now you want to go go come back to God, and God's like, yo, bro, what's going on? I told you not to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you really were a God-fearing person or a um, you know, a religious person, you understand right from wrong. Mm-hmm. So you should understand that you just need to repent to God and don't God's God might walk with you. He'll walk with you to the courtroom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> God is always with you. <laughs> God's always with you. So you don't need to walk by walk, you know, you only God can judge you. God, first of all, if you know if only God can judge you, God doesn't judge. I believe I feel like God loves all people. He, you know what I'm saying? He's he's our he forgave ourselves. Uh he killed himself. He killed himself. He didn't God didn't kill himself. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying he died on the cross. Nah, he died on the cross for our sins. Yes. So it's already can tell that God doesn't judge. I feel like God doesn't judge because God loves all people. So yes. if you're saying God only God can judge, God's not going to judge you. He's going to let you do whatever you need to do. He gave you free will. He gave you free will. Now the people will judge you. Mm-hmm. And that judge going to judge you in the court. God will only, not judge you. You're right. You think it's the only God can judge because he know he's going to go to court and the judge going to say he's guilty. <laughs> A God, only God could judge me. Nah, that, that, that judge, judge told her, judge told her. I don't know why he said judge told her, but the judge in the courtroom with the gavel, he gonna judge you too. He gonna <laughs> judge you. He gonna judge you. <laughs> he did that shit. <laughs> he did that shit. So like, that's, that was my sign. Uh, if he did that shit and he knows he's going to jail, that's why he's acting out in terms of like going, being outside and, you know, coming up with this dumbass mixtape or whatever, or album or whatever he did. Like, yeah, bro. We not a, fuck with that shit. This is just a, a, re, a refreshing reminder that niggas really do dumb shit and they go to God after they do that dumb shit, which is oh. unfair to God. Yo. Unfair to God. It's like mm-hmm. it's unfair to your hood. Don't say you're from LA in front of Atlanta niggas. They don't care you from LA. You can get yeah. shot too. Stop putting the responsibility of your fuck shit on whatever you're from or whatever you believe in. It's not mm-hmm. fair. Use yeah. that as a guidance to how you should move, but it's not yeah. a a tactic to. I don't know. It's not a tactic that you should do once you got in trouble, and now you know you're trying to use that as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Well, my brain took me to different places. They they it kind of has something to talk about, but not really. My favorite hood saying that hood niggas say is nigga fight these bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I like what hood niggas be like, yeah, nigga, you gonna fight these bullets. Nigga talk about, yeah, you try to shoot the fair one. Nah, nigga, you gonna fight these bullets. I like what hood niggas say that. And also, I think of only God could judge me. 
you, I feel like a ratchet bitch that get that tatted across her chest. <laughs> when they get, only God could judge me. I feel like anybody to get that tatted makes horrible decisions. Horrible, horrible decisions. <laughs> like people that get only God could judge me, they make some fuck ass choices and they be like, this is the only resort, that's the only line that kind of covers me. Be like, yeah, but you, why'd you, why'd you fuck Tevin and his brother and his uncle? Bitch, only God could judge me. I feel like that's some shit that hoes get, like hoes say that after. Bitch, only God could judge me. Bitches with Marilyn Monroe uh, on their wall in their bedroom. They'd be like, only God could judge me because yeah. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what I gotta do, get this bag. I might throw no regrets in there too. Yeah, no regrets. Yeah, okay, yeah. They do you're that. doing, you're making bad choices because those yeah. are your set, those are your mottos. Yes, of course we know that. Fuck everybody' opinion, blah blah blah. But if that's your motto, I think it's a good chance that you make bad choices. <laughs> you're trying to, you're trying to be okay with. It. Yeah, it's the only. But see, we we I, I don't know if I said this on podcast before, but that God is the only place to turn when you done fucked up. <laughs> like, when you really done some fuck shit or some hoe shit, we get that, we talked about the rebrand before. You got to rebrand with Jesus. Jesus will give you a Jesus great rebrand. Jesus is the best rebrand. Jesus or Allah? <laughs> when niggas go to prison and do turn to, turn to Islam? It's the, it's the best rebrand. It's the it's best, best rebrand. Be a woman of God or a man of God all of a sudden. Usually rebrand is the new the new rebrand. If it's not God, it's now your your uh, organic type nigga. You know oh yeah, you you a vegan? Yeah, you're vegan. You grow your own food. You know, what I'm saying you're spiritual. That's the mm-hmm. new rebrand too. One hundred percent. on that. We see. Listen, we see through this shit. I see. Listen, I can't knock the hustle, but we see what's happening. You mm-hmm. fucked up, and now only God could judge you. Yeah, we know. That shit. I hate that shit. <laughs> Hey, but like I said, you can't knock them. Like, what else? There's, there's no other resort. But you play like, in our faces. I hate when niggas play in my face. Like, I don't, like, we don't know. But low-key, Tory kind of doubled down on his fuck shit with that album. And we can we can transition into the topics off of that, too. Before before we transition, you say you're one of your favorite hood sayings. One of my favorite hood sayings, I saw it on Twitter. Someone said, fuck you think I paid $600 for these Draco, and I'm not going to use it? That's I said, one. I like that. Yeah, bro. That I've always. That's yeah, bro. You got it. You want. That's why niggas with guns be so be so rowdy because they like they ready to shoot somebody. You know what I'm saying? You think I paid six hundred dollars and not to put you on a on a t shirt? Yeah, that, that's that, that's the nigga that's gonna shoot somebody that says that. I saw I, I saw a video on Twitter, and a nigga, some white, and this is about white right uh, white uh, privilege, right? So I guess there's some nigga in Vegas and he was getting in a fight with some white people and the what the nigga had oh, yeah, 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 yeah. in the backpack. And, and I, my automatic, my nigga sense, my black sense is like, oh, he got the strap. He got the strap. <laughs> and the white man came and ran up behind him and tried to fight Bro, him. Like, you don't you understand ever, that somebody got a hand in the backpack? You know what time it is? If you ever see a nigga with his hand in a bag, <laughs> And he's just holding the bag. He's not about to pull out a knife. He got a fucking gun in his bag. I just don't. And then they go, they rushed him like, what the fuck? What you think was gonna happen? I just, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I was like, oh, he about to shoot her. There is a gun in that bag. But see, that's some type of shit would happen in Vegas because I'm sure them niggas was on some coke or some 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 good old meth or something. Some regardless, of, regardless of anything, white people, 
or any race. Yeah, give a PSA. This is not this is not a black issue. This is a human issue. You see a black man with a hand in a bag like this, mm-hmm. and he walking away from you. He's got a gun in there. Yes, he. Does. Don't, especially if we're not on, we're not on college campus. We're not in school. There's no yeah, need you, to have a backpack. Exactly. Any niggas with listen, any grown people with a backpack is something illegal in the bag. <laughs> it's a gun. It's drugs. It's lean. It's it's some some lean in the bag. It ain't nothing that you. It's something that's gonna hurt you. Yeah, but that was fun. That was, I didn't laugh, but I was like, what did he think was gonna happen? He tried to swing on that nigga when he got his hand. Stay in away it. from a man with his hand in his backpack. Easy. Yes. You could you could rob bro. Niggas have robbed banks with no gun. They just had their hand in their pocket. So what the <laughs> fuck? You think? Because the threat of you don't know the threat of having your hand inside of something is enough for, for niggas to get to rob a bank. It's niggas enough be like this. Niggas, be like, <laughs> niggas just be like, yeah, bitch, you know what's in here. You know what I'm saying? And niggas believe it. Or you remember back in the day, like in the 90s, it seemed like niggas always had the gun in a brown paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> and, and niggas believed that there was a gun in their bag. Just believe a nigga with his hand in the bag, bro. That's that's all I gotta say. You're listen, it's 50 50 chance. That's it. And I'm not, and that's not odds you want. Yeah. 50 50 chance you're gonna get shot. I'm not taking them odds. I'm not betting on Take the under. Yes. Don't go over it. Oh shit. What's another? Oh, and just to say another hood, a hood saying that I love. Because you talk about put niggas on t-shirts. Back in the day, I heard a nigga say, Yeah, we the ones that be putting them niggas on tees. I was like, oh. Them niggas yep. killers. It's like we the ones that be putting them niggas on tees. And you everybody know if you can get your face on a t-shirt, you are no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> nigga put we don't want to be putting them niggas on some the Matu. Nigga, you gonna fight these bullets, and we the ones that be putting them niggas on tees. You, you gotta respect the hood niggas. Uh, oh yeah. You know what they saying? got good, they, they got good threats. They got good threats. Great threat. You know what I'm I love, I love, uh, you know what time it is. Oh, you know what time you, it is. You don't yeah, even I, have to look at the watch. You don't have to look at your watch to you know what time it is. You, you, say you know what time it is. <laughs> it's a robbery. That's what time it is. <laughs> I asked the I had a question in the office one day. I was like, yo, if you was to be committing a robbery, what would be your opening line? And mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know what time it is, or um, what was the other one? Um, you already know. You already know what time it is. Or this is a stick up. This is a stick up. Or uh, yeah, that's, that's old school. That's old school. Yeah, damn, was another one. But people had some good ones. We should ask the listeners: What if you was to commit a robbery? What's gonna be your opening line? I think you already know what time it is. Number one. I think that, that's <laughs> my favorite. You already know what time it is. Like I don't have to do no explaining. Or oh, run that shit. Okay, run that's that cool. Shit. Yeah, yeah, run that. Run that. Run your pockets. Um, you know, I'll think of some other niggas come where you know what the fuck going on. You know what the that that's it. You know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> There's no, you know what time it is. You know what the fuck is going on. Is and if it's the stupid motherfuckers that don't know what's going on to get shot. For <laughs> nigga says that to you, he's he's about to he wants something and he's gonna take it from you with violence. It's one of those questions that needs no answers. Yes, it's a rhetorical question. Yeah. yeah. 
you know what time it is? <laughs> He's not asking. If he says, you know what time it is, he has his hand in a bag, it's robbery time. <laughs> quarter pass, quarter pass, stick up. Quarter pass, stick up. Yeah. All, All right, right. we could transition now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were just talking about uh, Tory Lanez, the Daystar Peterson. Weird. Uh, he was weird, you know, Canadian. Uh, Tory is charged for the assault of Am- Amber. <laughs> I say Amber. He was charged with the assault of Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I can't remember the exact charges, but we know that it was definitely a assault with a weapon and the illegal possession of a firearm, things of that nature. And before he was charged, he dropped the whole album. Do you think the album kind of made the cops go a little bit harder with his prosecution? Yes. Why are you playing in the face of niggas? You playing in the face of niggas. Like, if you didn't, so we talked about this off camera, if you didn't do it, just say you didn't do it. Say you now you're trying it. to uh, monetize the situation. And that one, that's not player. Two, that's, that's it's insulting to, um, I feel like it's insulting and it's traumatizing to the woman who's involved with it. Oh yeah, very, very disrespectful. So now you're trying to like, and you do a 20, 20 plus song, whatever, like album, like, nah, that's not play. Like, I feel like he's, his PR team either don't give a fuck or he's drifting away from the advice of his PR team. You're like, I just feel like yeah. every wrong move he could do in this situation, he's doing. Yeah, he's 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 making the wrong choices for sure. Like, I think maybe his, like you said, his PR team, they're trying to be very creative in how they handle this. They were quiet for a long time. I think that's, I thought that was a pretty good tactic. Like, shut the fuck up. Don't answer. And then when you do, and then hopefully, I was hoping that when he did come out, he had either an apology, a proper statement, admitting some culpability and what happened and like really owned up to it. Like you're quiet because obviously this is a crazy situation. It's really, really uh, public and fuck, everybody's in your business. So just probably the time to be more reserved. But then you come out and you drop a fucking album. And and then I and from from what I hear, he didn't even make a he didn't even make a stance in the goddamn album. He was real ambiguous about what the fuck happened then. You know what I'm saying he's just continues to level up on his on his cornball shit. And um I'm happy the charges came down finally, you know. And um like I said, if you did do it, say you didn't fucking do it. Don't make an album and talk about, well, you know what people think happened didn't happen. Think of what happened. That's all that's all I'm asking. I feel like that's all people are really asking for. And it's sickening to me for people yeah, to bro. Hate for this nigga. Like, oh yeah, you don't know the whole story. Well, the story I know is this woman say this nigga shot him. Clear it up and shit, and clear it up. And I would have been fine with him being quiet until he went to court. That's your right. You don't gotta talk to the public, even though you're a pub public figure. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta say what happened. Handle it in the hand. Especially, I'm sure lawyers are telling you, bro, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing, cause that's what lawyers do. Don't incriminate yourself. Don't put your don't don't lock yourself into something. But bro, you're accused of shooting her. She said you shot her. Did you shoot her? And if you did, own up to it, and take your and take your punishment like a like a man, the man that you've proven that you haven't been so far, cause you fucking the, the real man you've proved that you haven't been because you fucking shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot. And you got off. Like she was keeping the feds away from and you. And she was quiet too. But then you start 
trying to salvage your career, but it's not it's not time to try to salvage your career. You gotta salvage your soul and salvage your reputation That's as a as a man. You know what I'm saying just be a stand up guy. Like we hear all the time about this industry. They talk, they say the industry is fake, entertainment is fake, entertainment is fake. He's just proving it because you're really not being a stand up, genuine person when it comes to this shit. And hey, I'm not in your situation. And I've said we've had conversations about Tory Lanez in my private in, in my in my life. And I've always said, bro, I don't have no sympathy for you because you did something wrong. I'm not sympathetic to to Tory Lanez in a way, but I can't but I can't show empathy to him <clears throat> because if you make a mistake. I don't think that you throw away a human for a mistake that they make. There's some mistakes that you do get thrown away for. This isn't, this is very close to it, but it's not. I feel like there is redemption, but the path to redemption is you owning up to it, taking your punishment and moving forward that way. He hasn't owned up to nothing and he's going to get the punishment that the court decides. You know what I'm saying? So I'm empathetic to someone who makes mistakes. I'm a human. I'm not about to fucking throw nobody away. I've made bad choices myself. So if I put myself in a situation where I fucking shot Megan Thee Stallion, I don't think I would ever do that. But if I did, I would. The way that I would handle it is owning up to it, standing by my not standing by my actions, but not running away from what I did. You gotta fight. You gotta stand in stand the fire, stand in the flames. You did the shit. My dog, my dog Breezy, he stood, stood, stood tall in this shit. <clears throat> yeah, bro, you can't you can't deny it. No, I didn't beat her ass, bro. We know you beat her ass. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. And the only change behavior, bro. Obviously, I hope that you're never in a situation where you could shoot a woman again, but you gotta just you gotta redeem yourself. And the way to redeem yourself is not by putting out a fucking album. Yeah, like he's not changing his behavior, he's still outside, he's still fucking and then I seen when uh Casanova seen his seen him in the club and Casanova's like, bro, you outside, and nigga was just cheesing and shit. I'm like, no one, no one's throwing you can't I'm not throwing your life away, but you gotta move different, bro, because you you still you did some fuck shit, bro, and that shit don't go away. It's not just gonna go away. He about to sit down. Yeah, bro, he should, bro. Like I said, either I'm fine with him getting shot in the foot, and you know, we we don't you don't gotta go to jail. You just take these bullets in your feet, you know. Eye for now. Do what they did on Hall of Nights. Shout out to Eddie Murphy and uh, shot shoot off his pinky toe. Yeah, shoot off his pinky toe. Yeah. Um, continuing, we gonna stick with the music vibe. Ice Cube. This does this have to do with your combo later? You talking about cube? Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll save that. I'll save that for last, but we'll we'll switch from ice cream. We'll just go to the election. Um, Trump getting COVID. Like we said, we've been gone for a minute, so we miss a lot. Tr- the election's going on. Uh, it is less than a month away. Yes, it is November, November third. Um, Trump got COVID. You think he really got COVID? No. You don't think he, he got COVID? He got COVID. You are an idiot. Damn. This nigga is a 74-year-old, 260-pound white man. This is true. Who got supposedly got COVID and had and was done with COVID in three, four days. Yes, but he also is a billionaire. He got he got long money. You know, uh Magic Beat AIDS. Because he was rich. Can can the rich people beat COVID because they rich? Regardless of you can beat COVID, you can beat COVID, but you shouldn't beat it in three three days. I ain't seen nobody beat COVID in three days. This is true. Not even Tom Hanks beat it in three yeah, days. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All right. And then you don't quarantine for the 10 to 7 to 14 days they tell you to do it. Like he, that bro was moving, that bro was moving around like Tory Lanez. Yeah, he outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can't catch COVID if 
you can't say you caught COVID and not believe, not follow the doctors. You're telling people, doctors and scientists are telling people to quarantine for seven or 14 days after you caught it, just to make sure you know you don't transmit to anybody else. But you outside, like on a comp, uh, campaign trail, dancing and shit. You know what I'm saying? This nigga, wow. this nigga is a liar. You yeah, for sure he's a liar. And, and now he's, he's a, like, you know, regardless of how you feel about COVID, you should people be, have died. Be safe. So I mean, bro, when you have when you get when you get the fucking flu or you get a common cold, you can't go to work. They don't allow you in the office when you're sick. This is regular scheduled program. This ain't just COVID shit. This is just you sick. Oh, you 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 coming down with something? You should go home. Yes. Stay home till you feel better. And COVID ain't no 24-hour flu. COVID is, is a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? It's taking it's taking many lives. And um, I just think he's not, he's definitely, bro, definitely not a good leader, definitely not showing good leadership with what the fuck he's doing. He's a clown. He's orange. He looks oranger to me lately, too. I think he's doubling up on the paint. I mean, he's trying to win, bro. <laughs> He try. He is trying to win. That's one thing. He's not trying. He's not out there trying to lose. You know. He's, he's very emboldened. He has a very, very big fan base. People that support him, and um, it's going to be a very competitive election. I, I, I implore everyone to go out and vote. You know what I'm saying? And I've actually picked my side. I'm wearing a, a Biden pin right now. Biden, Biden, Harris. Um, you know, you just got to pick. That's why I'm gonna cast my vote for. I feel like he will be. He's the. I heard. Uh, shout out to. Oh, I hate shouting out this guy. It's kind of weird though. Shout out to Charlotte being the God. He said, the bridge to change. He may not be the change that we want right now, but he feel like this path with choosing him as president and Harris as vice president and the cabinet that he will put in place, Lord willing, that is the bridge to the change we need. Trump is not the change that we need. I don't feel like he has any the policies or the leadership qualities to, to lead this country to be better for people who look like me and people who think like me and people who want to live like I do. So I've got a goddamn pin on, Bob. Did you watch the first debate? I did watch the first presidential debate. That's and um, it was it was a horror, it was horrible. It was hard to watch. It was very mm-hmm. hard to watch, you know. But I was I will say this though, I was um, you know, sleepy. I think we kind of talked. Sleepy Joe wasn't that sleepy. He looked yeah. like he was awake. You drank a Red Bull. He drank, he drank a couple Red Bulls and um he had energy and I did like the energy that he gave. Now what he was saying, you know what I'm saying? It, it it definitely was um it definitely didn't invigorate me or excite me. But I did like I did like that he was standing up for himself and he did show up with some energy. He wasn't sleepy Joe, and uh they was they was arguing like some they was arguing like some high school shit. It was arguing, you know. I don't I didn't feel like they they definitely didn't follow the format. They didn't lay out they they plan for action. They talked about shit, but like I said, I like to hear plans. I like to hear, yeah, I have this three point plan to for the economy. I have these three points for uh uh for uh social justice. I have these three plans for police reform. I have three plans for you know what I'm saying. I like to hear what you're gonna do so I can hold you to something. You out there talking about he's a clown, which I did like that point. He called him a clown. Um, like like I think. He's trying to fight. He's trying to debate against a nigga that don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. So Trump is going to continue that what he was doing. He's interrupted him. He's trying to frustrate him. He's trying to get him to stutter. He's trying to get him to get out of his character. 
And I mm-hmm. feel like Biden tried to do a good job at it, but I I actually wanted him to throw some jabs at this nigga too, because that's all Trump was doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, Joe, like, this nigga is not present. If we need to revisit the word presidential, right? Copy. Trump has changed what we thought a president was supposed to look and act like, right? So, nigga, if the nigga is a clown, call the nigga a clown. Like, this nigga is slandering you, like, yeah, yeah. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for yourself. I think I think that's uh, uh, why some people like Trump. A lot of people like Trump because he stands up for himself and he's very, you know, he's regardless of what you think of him, he's not going to take no shit. You know what I'm saying? Especially talking shit about you or about him. He's going he gonna to come back at you. He's going to slander you. He's going to say some crazy shit about you. And mm-hmm. I think you want somebody that's strong enough to like, all right, look, nigga, you're going to gonna stop that like you know what i'm saying 100 that shit was embarrassing man. very embarrassing uh you talk about the vp debate i didn't watch that that much i did see i did watch the part where they were kind of going back and forth and she was like um i'm i'm speaking you know i think kamala definitely spoke up for herself and but they were kind of they didn't have a good rhythm in their debate either you know he called her a liar a lot and he kept saying that uh yeah just because you your opinion doesn't make it facts and um I think she did kind of attack. She attacked their uh their their team. You know, they she attacked Pence and Trump by like saying the things that they hadn't done and how they mishandled the economy and COVID, which I do believe they have done. So you know, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm a fan of Kamala, but I do support. I do support their campaign. <laughs> Yeah. I can't say that I'm a fan. Oh my God, I love Kamala Harris. I love Joe Biden. No, um, I support. I support the the change that I hope that they bring. You know, because I don't I don't see the change. I don't see Trump changing anything. I don't see him in the next. I don't see him changing anything. I see him doing weird things to healthcare. I see him. You know, what I'm saying not. I see him telling people. I see him telling the racist motherfuckers to stand by. You know, that's what I see. And, that, and that's all I need to see, what yeah. he's been doing. Uh, Transition. I think I have one more thing I did want to talk about. It was, um, oh, Kanye West. I, we didn't talk about it before, but did you see Kanye West's uh, campaign ad? No, I didn't. You didn't uh, see his campaign ad? It's on his Instagram. Yeah. This man is really out here running and getting votes. People are really voting for Kanye West. I, don't, I just don't understand. Now, no, he's not gonna win, but this is this is this could play a part in splitting votes that may go to Biden. And I think I think he may take some votes away from Trump. Hopefully he takes some votes away from Trump. He wore the MAGA hat. He did wear the MAGA hat. So maybe he won't just take votes from Biden. Biden. Maybe he'll take some votes from Trump. But he's getting votes. I just don't like this nigga. I just I I don't feel like he's taking it as seriously as somebody who really wants to run for president. Like he's not on the campaign trail. You know what I'm saying? He's not doing, he did one, uh, was it one speech? Rally. Rally, one rally. rally. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not really putting the effort in to me for somebody who wants to run for president, which I think that's very telling. He's trying to sell sneakers and music, man. Uh, I, if he was president, I'm sure. I mean, he. I, I think he would be like, "Uh, I'll step down. I don't want to do the job." Who 
Who's his vice presidential nominee? Like, what the fuck? Who's his VP? A white, Who's the, a white woman? Yeah. I don't even know that shit, bro. I'm Googling that shit right now. Kanye West VP. Uh, shit. Entered the election after missing six state deadlines. Appeared to be on a ballot as third-party candidate. West has selected Michelle Tidball, a Christian preacher from Wyoming, as his running mate. This nigga don't even have a campaign website, bro. Like, what the fuck? I thought he did. It's called the birthday party. Oh, that's the name of his website. Yeah, the birthday party. That's funny. But yeah, not to spend too much time on that. I just wanted to kind of say that because I thought I forgot about that. I seen the camping video and I was like, he's really doing this and he's really in the way. You know, he's in the way. He gets creating for the political parties. Diddy created one recently. Yes, that is. Yeah, we can talk about that. Uh, the black. What's it called? The black people party. The black party. Think Diddy political part. So I mean, I'm not opposed to it, man. Like it needs to be. We we talked about a two party system before. We think it needs to change. I don't think we need a two party system. I think it should be more options. You know, especially for these presidential races, man. They talk about they give us two poison, two poisons. Not and I, I'm not gonna say that no more because I'm not gonna perpetuate that. They give us two people and we gotta pick between the two. I think that there are definitely more ways to look at it and definitely more ideas and, and policies that could be enacted. And I think we know we need radical change and radical change is going to come from doing what we've been doing, which is two parties. I'm down for a, a upheaval. I'm down for real change happening. I'm down for having a president that's not a Republican or a Democrat, who's not backed by corporations who, who basically buy them and, and tell them what to do and they keep people down. That's why only 1% of the 1% of the population holds 99% of the wealth or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And we all fighting over, we all fighting over the scraps, just you know what I'm saying, trying to trying to become a millionaire, you know? Yeah. It's it's um I think to really uh, to have an actual democracy where the people have a voice and the people and the most people get helped by the system and then you know, and actually get empowered to help themselves, you know. So we got Joe Biden and we got Kamala Harris and we got Donald Trump and we got Mike Pence. But going forward, I'm down for a revolution. I'm down for an actual change in this country because, like I said before, this shit ain't gonna last forever. These motherfuckers think. Yeah, this, that's this- what I've been saying, man. Like, I think this holding the vote hostage shit is very smart, but not right time or right concept, wrong time. So I think we should, after this election, next four years should be ground uh foots on the uh boots on the ground of getting people to re reimagine or we think about the third parties the independent parties the green parties the libertarian parties because honestly i really fuck with a lot of the shit the libertarian party is about right but mm-hmm. i know that they don't have the political or the financial backing to really put a dent into some of these uh, the, the traditional Democrat and Republican Party. But if we spend the next four years uh, as Black people either propping up our own party or propping up uh, another party... We can get people elected. We can get people elected. It's called... Was, Diddy's calling it Our Black Party. Yeah, it's a terrible name. But... Um, he, did, he didn't He didn't put that to the, to the focus group at all. Yeah. But, I mean, he created a Black... Uh, a Black Party... Uh, presidential party or political party, which I I don't think he's the head of it, 
I think he's just the financial backer of it because he has a lot of black people, a, a cabinet of black people that are qualified to run it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a that's a, that's a good start because most people or most groups that want to be represented have their own party. So it's a, it's a crazy to think that black people have been just uh, stuck on two parties for the most for so long and to have our own one. So I think that's what the Black Panthers were trying to establish. You know, yeah. Party. And but you see what the FBI did to them. Yeah, but that shit not gonna rock anymore. Yeah, they don't want niggas with guns. <laughs> niggas. And you know what? I loved about the black. So we seen um the white people they taking over the motherfucking Capitol building, the state building, or with guns. I was doing more research on the Black Panthers, and I just love that part of the shit. Like, nah, we gonna we gonna march up here with guns to the Capitol, just like these white motherfuckers. They love to do it. They right. love to go to. We, we're, we're 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 following the law, and we're we demanding some shit, and we gonna go up this motherfucker with our guns. That's listen. Fear, get shit done, and and threat of violence get shit done, man. You know, shout to shout to dot, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, niggas need to relax. Uh, da, 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 da. so what did we just talk about? We talked about third parties, VP Kanye, Kanye, remember Kanye? Ugh. Oh, let's stick with rappers, man. Uh, Cardi B, the Bronx Rattress, and Offset, one third of Migos. Um, Cardi filed for divorce. You know, like we've been gone for a couple weeks, so we gotta just address it. Cardi, Offset. Cardi filed for divorce against Offset, and um, but Cardi B, who is a Libra, just had a birthday, and she was uh, seen making, kissing her husband and partying with her husband, and it seems that they have some type of reconciliation. And my man's Offset posted, "I won." <laughs> so what's up? How you feel about the 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 couple, man? You know, our black, our black uh. Hip hop couple. I feel like it's they're married, man. They could do married shit. I feel like it was her birthday. She wanted dick, and I feel like sex is, should be part of your birthday. Yeah, yes. I feel like um, instead of finding a new body, she just uses her baby father's body. Yeah, for sure. Her husband's body. Do you think he won though? He said I won. You think that he won? He got yeah, his wife back. I think, I think I think he he's a very aware of the the social media and and what people think about him, especially his last tweet where he, he referenced his relationship. Well, I think he won. Hopefully, he won. Like you know what, I won, and then this is a woman for the rest of my life. But those are two powerful words, though, man. I won. Yeah, and then well, he, niggas, niggas, niggas have been praying for their downfall every day. Niggas pray for the downfall of their relationship. Yeah, women don't we, like Offset for sure. Women weird. think he's a cheater and he's a bad guy, but um, he's a young, young millionaire, and um, I think he he's he'd be well off reading a, some of the books that Lauren London gave Nipsey Hussle that mm-hmm. kind of teach teaches young teaches young men with power how to manage their power into how to not you know just be out here willy-nilly fucking a lot of jokes if that's what he's doing even though in the words of Belkalise herself she said that they're they are getting a divorce because they argue a lot it's less to do with him and being 
his infidelity and more to do with their just getting along with each other. I also think maybe she's trying to scare the nigga. Oh, yeah. Fear, like you said, fear gets shit done, man. Like, all right, like, you know what I'm saying? When the woman say, like, I'm really out, usually that last second shot, that's going to get the nigga, get him back on his shit. When he can, yeah, man, the risk of losing that, your family. That's that's yeah. the big, for like, men, losing your family is some of the worst, it's, it's probably the the worst thing that can happen to a man. Like, we see niggas when they, when they lose their wife or they get divorced and shit, Niggas don't bounce back like women do from divorces, really. Like, niggas be really fucked up. Heavily. Well, actually, I won't say that. I'll say it's 50-50. People don't bounce back from divorces like that. It, especially when you lose your family as a man, it could it's devastating. Yeah, especially if there's a, a, a custody battle. Yeah. Alimony and shit like that. Niggas divorces be, are not simple. Niggas be hurt, man. And the court system... It's designed to not show love to the black man. So oh, 100%. 100%. We're going to get into the court systems and have to fight with them. And, you know, especially as they're a public couple, I'm pretty sure you don't want his business out into the world, especially if it's not, you know, if it's going to tarnish his already kind of hidden reputation with the black woman community. 100%. So, pray the best for him. Shout out to Cardi, she Libra. Hopefully she had a good birthday. She got some birthday dick. And oh, you know she did because she out here putting titty pictures on her story. Cardi's titty. All titty, all areolas matter, man. All areolas matter. One to ten, what you rating her titty? This is seven. It's good titty. Seven? Good I'm not titty. Mad at You're not it's mad at the titty. Yeah, I'm not mad. It's a it's a it's a big it areola. It's a it big didn't. areola. It's a big areola. <laughs> it sounds like it turned you on a little bit. It didn't turn me on. I it didn't turn you on. I can agree with you. It didn't really turn me on either. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's what her titties look like. But Cardi B has also been a stripper. So exactly. I've seen her pretty confident before. in her body. <laughs> I've seen videos of Cardi naked. Um I'm sure she doesn't care about <laughs> she doesn't care. But that picture got out because she said she was trying to post it in her close friends. Yeah. And she accidentally posted it in her regular story. I want to be in Cardi B's close friends. Yeah, it's probably lit. I know it's lit because, you know, Cardi is a very fun girl. She's a she's a rap star. I'm sure that she has been in scenarios that are worth capturing on video and that are probably very enticing. You know what I'm saying? She, she has a, a gang of women that she be with. I'm sure there's some nice things in there. Yeah, it's probably it's, it's lit. I would love to be her. You know, Those more, supposed to be the lit part of Instagram. More areolas. I'm down for more areolas. Ain't nothing wrong with a titty. A, a titty. That's a life giver. It's a titty. 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 You get shocked over titty. I can't imagine what you really like. Yeah, but we're on the internet. It's worse than titties on the internet. But um. Did you see the memes? Nah, I didn't see any. Yo, you missed it. They had one joke. They made her titty a pancake. Hey, yo. Somebody was flipping the titty. (laughs) Somebody was flipping the titty. Uh, They did a lot with that titty. It was, yeah, look up some memes of Cardi Titty, man. It's it's worth a look. It's funny. And she she even tweeted one. She's like, yo, this was funny. So she's a good sport. A good sport, yes, a good sport. Um, 
collection. Da da da. Me and Chris are are. Uh, oh, let's just switch to sports. Lakers win a championship. LeBron got his fourth ring. AD get his first ring. Jr. gets his third ring. No, Jr. got two. Yeah, two. Jr. got two. He got one with Cleveland. Now he has one with the Lakers. Um, Javale McGee gets his third ring. Um, and a lot of the Lakers get their first ring. Reactions. What do you feel about the Lakers win? Don't have one reaction. You don't have one. Shout out to the Lakers, man. Uh, I think this is a good. I think it's a ring that they're gonna try to put asterisk on. Asterisk. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it deserves one because I feel Absolutely. like I feel like there's even more pressure because these mm-hmm. niggas were away from their families, you know, just stuck and seeing these niggas every day in a bubble mm-hmm. for months. Yeah, tough mentally. That's tough mentally. So I think that deserves a little bit extra, um, extra love. Shout out to LeBron, man. He deserves it. Yeah, I, I like. I thought. I think we talked about before. I thought he should have got the MVP. Um, the Lakers are champions, and I think you're right about the asterisk. But if they repeat next year, it'll lower the asterisk. Yeah. It will make it. It will make it matter a little bit less. Like people will talk about it, but if they don't repeat and like they don't even get to, especially if they don't get to the finals, people are gonna be like, "Well, damn, that's a that bubble that bubble ring is gonna be a little bit lower." But going back, if they're like, "Oh yeah, they won that bubble ring," but then they won the real with the full season the next year, it's going it's going to solidify the bubble ring a little bit more. Um, you know, congrats to the Lakers. I was actually I wasn't in LA when they closed it out, but it was it was fun to be in LA to watch the games in LA um, just to see like yo to be around the fans you know it was cool and they did it for Kobe RIP Kobe Gianna and all the people that died in that plane crash I think it, it held that that's gonna give it more meaning too because you know the passing of Kobe which is still crazy so crazy um, I think, uh, I think uh, we might have to have a conversation about one well, first question, where do you put LeBron in your in the stock risen as in the good conversation? But two, you have to do it with another superstar. So does that impact some of the decisions as well in terms of his greatness that he really can't, he hasn't won without a quote unquote all-star on his team? Yeah, but nobody has. Jordan didn't. Kobe didn't. Um, you look back, you know, it was always Magic Those Johnson. Two, I think Magic Kobe. Johnson. Magic Johnson had Kareem. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has that do that. You know what I'm saying? That that duo. It's always that duo. So, but that is a real question because AD is was arguably an MVP. MVP. Um, the, before he got with LeBron, he was definitely an MVP caliber player. You know what I'm saying? He just was with an organization that just didn't seem like they were going to win. So. That's real. AD, because AD is great. AD is amazing. Yeah. You know? That's a conversation to be had. Like, I feel like a lot of this is his pool. Like, he hasn't... I mean, he is older now. But a lot of the teams that they have superstars, maybe not the Lake, the Magic Lakers, because I think... Was Kareem traded for or whatever? But he'd be yeah, Kareem, like... Yeah. He'd, be, he'd be pulling, like... I, or 
you know, corroborating or doing some shit where he'd be trying to finesse other players to come play with him versus like his man, uh, versus like the team management doing the work of team management and building a team around him. So it's a conversation, man. Like, because I feel like because Scotty was Scotty was drafted, and Scotty turned into he grew into the player he was, right? And um, Kobe, Kobe grew into the player he was, but Shaq they traded for Shaq, um, and Shaq grew to the player he was. Mm-hmm. And then Powell Casal, I think they 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 traded for Powell Casal. But Powell wasn't Powell. Who was Powell, bro? Powell was the Powell was a hooper. No, the Powell that was at the with the Memphis Grizzlies that got traded to the uh, Lakers wasn't. He grew into the All Star player he was. Like he was still was an All Star. Powell was an All Star in Memphis. And in Memphis, yo, Powell was the All Star in Memphis, nigga. Nah, I'm about to look it right now. Bro, Powell was a was a top. Power forward when he when he went to Lakers. I don't believe that. I, he was not. He might have been. He was definitely top ten, if not top five power forward. Because Tim Duncan was still playing, Clark Garnett was still playing, but he won. I, I, I don't like you downgrading Powell. Powell was a Turn solid on. star. I'm not because yeah, you had Dirk. He wasn't he wasn't that nigga? He, he wasn't, wasn't that nigga. He in 2006, so he was still the. Uh, I would like it. I would liken Paul Gasol to a Chris Bosh. What Chris Bosh was in Toronto is what Paul was in Memphis. I like that. I like what I just said. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a good. Whatever. One. I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah, but it's a conversation. I'm not a sports analyst, so I don't know. I understand what you're saying, but. It is what it is. Lakers are the champs. Today ain't the champs no more. Um, I'm interested to see how the season starts because the new season was supposed to been start in October. So I'm interested to see how they structure it. First of the month, right? First mm-hmm. of the year. That's when it's gonna start again. I think that's what they said. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do some do some research into that. But yeah, so interested to see how next season plays out. You know, it's probably gonna be, definitely be different because of COVID. But I think they'll probably because traveling so much is definitely it's, it's definitely gonna still have to work that out. I don't think they're gonna bubble it up again though, especially because you know all thirty-two teams are gonna be playing. Um, just a quick quick thing since we on sports. D- Dak Prescott fucked his ankle up against the Giants uh, last week. Me and Chris are supporters and followers of the Cowboys. Can't say that I'm a Cowboy fan anymore, but I do follow them. Um, <laughs> Dak, uh, who was under the front. So we're going to talk about it from the business aspect. Obviously, we hope him a speedy recovery. You know, he went through a lot in the offseason, the suicide of his brother, and he brought that uh, awareness into this season. You know, he talked about it. But the Cowboys had underperformed this season already. Um, defense has been really bad. But the offense has been great, really good. Put up a lot of points, a lot of yards. But the other side of the ball has just been horrible for the Cowboys, so it really has, they haven't hasn't translated into Ws. But Dak specifically, he was in a contract um, negotiation this offseason. A black quarterback in the NFL. Dak has been top five in, in statistically quarterback, you know, touchdowns, yards, quarterback rating. 
So he's really good. He's due. Uh, he was due a lot of money, due a big contract, due a big payoff, because he was a fourth round pick. He wasn't making a lot of money. He was, I think, he was only making like five hundred thousand dollars a year to be a top five quarterback in the NFL and only be making that much money. He's very underpaid. So he's about to get his contract, but they didn't sign him this offseason. They put him under the franchise tag. For the listeners, the franchise tag is where they take the top five salaries of people at your position and they average it out and they pay you that. But it's only a one-year deal. It's only for the duration of the season. So Dak gets paid the average of the top five salaries this season, but he is not under contract for next season. This is a major injury to his ankle. He's going to miss the rest of this season. We don't know how soon he's going to be back next season, if he will be back at all. But the Cowboys, the the upper management in the front office, they kind of played the situation right. Right. Dak, Dak, not not for him, not not in Dak's eyes, but in the organization's eyes, they probably saved a lot of money. If Dak, if they had given Dak that big contract, that multi-year contract with a lot of guaranteed money, and then he broke his ankle right now, they would be paying him and he would not be playing. But they do not have to pay him next year. Chris, I want you to speak at the great business mind you are. I just want you to, you know, talk about this a little bit. I mean, as much as I don't fuck with Jerry Jones, but in the words of Offset, he won. I won. He won. Yeah. He played the long game. You kind of won at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, it's sad to see man getting hurt, but I think he's only getting paid 30 mil, which is still a substantial amount of money this year, right? Like you said, mm-hmm. it's a, the quarterbacks get paid boo-boo bread. Yes, that's before taxes too. Yeah, um, but he probably can get a little bit more leverage now if he wants to resign Dak. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Because he's coming off an injury. Yep. Off a major injury, you're going to be Probably not even playing. You're probably not going to play until probably 2022. You know, yeah. back at your your optimum self, if that's even something that's even on the table. So you know, save some money. And if he wants to even, I mean, if he wants to resign Dak, mm-hmm. he can. I'm pretty sure if we, if the Cowboys don't end up uh, doing too well, there's draft picks. You know. Yep. So, we can get in a draft. You know, there's a there is a a good quarterback and Clemson that people are trying to shoot for. You know what I'm saying? There's a good a number of good quarterbacks this year. So I mean he's he's at uh Jerry Jones is in a very very good position. Now yeah. what I would like for him to do for the black man is to re-sign him and give him his bread. Mm-hmm. But, like he did fucking Tony Romo. Yeah. Tony Romo underperformed for years and he got a hundred million dollar contract and then got injured and basically never played for the Cowboys successfully again after that. Yeah. And, and Jerry did not, and Jerry Jones, the owner, he didn't really bat no eyelashes. Cause he was like, nah, we owe Tony this Romo. Oh, Tony, this Romo. We owe Tony this money because he was a top performer for all of those years, you know, didn't really translate into playoff wins, but Tony Romo was, did make the Cowboys competitive. What this will show is a black and white quarterback that that gap as well as Jerry Jones having a boys club, you know, uh, you know, a kiss the ring type of deal in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dak but Dak been, been kissing the ring. 
Dak was doing that. Dak was kissing the ring. He, I think he donates to the police department and shit like that. Like he spoke when everybody was talking about kneeling. He definitely said that he uh, he was gonna stand and he believed in uh, American pride and all those things. He kind of he he aligned himself with the views of ownership, but it seems like he's not going to get the big payday that he thought he was going to get. It seemed like it's just not going to come because, you know, football is a, what have you done for me lately? Sports are, you know, it's a business first and foremost, and it just doesn't make business sense to pay an injured player that amount of money. Yeah. But I think if he wants to get a check, somebody's going to get him a check. Yeah. Somebody, listen, it's a lot of bad teams. You know, just not be a cowboy anymore. That's the end of the day. And that might be the best thing for him because we see what the Dallas Cowboys do. You know, they don't win and um, <laughs> they they don't win. And I, and I wouldn't even put it all on that because, like, for sure, like I said, this season, it's been the defense that has been the Achilles heel of the team. It's been bad for years. It never gets better. They But see, and in the years that it's good, they it's always some some shit in the playoffs that happen. Or, you know, the, that, the uh, Dez catch or, you know, Tony Romo throwing a pick at the end of the game, pick six, shit like that. So, it's just, it's a lot, you know. So just wanted to say that because, you know, me and me and Chris are Cowboys followers. You know, we follow the Cowboys and the NFL. But um, just looking at the business side of it, I think it's just very interesting, you know, because on that scale, they're playing with a lot of money, especially players and the value of black quarterbacks in the NFL. It's just a lot of dynamics that play in. And they didn't pay him. So it's just uh, going forward, it's just something to look out for, you know, and pay yeah. attention to. And that is all for Terry's topics today. We have we have concluded the segment of the podcast. All right, listen, we're gonna get right into the shit right now. Listen, uh, we're not we've been gone for a couple of weeks, but a real big black event happened the last couple of days. So the good brother Ice Cube, uh, he's been working on a plan called the contract with black uh, the contract with Black America. Basically, it's a list of what he deems. Uh, with the help of other, you know, intellectuals that he's talked to in other black communities of what he wants to give a contract to the government, not, uh, it doesn't matter what side you're on, Democrat or Republican, but a a contract that you want, you need to agree with to enact, to put into policy, the actual practice that will help the equi- uh, economic equity and power of Black America, Black people, mm-hmm. as we have said all, you know, every 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 week, Black America is American culture. We are the culture. We have contributed so much. We have built this country. So, and for years, continually, continually to be shitted on. You know, especially for our votes, we prop up these politicians and we subscribe to this vote narrative and things like that. And then to turn around, we don't get anything and, you know, anything in return. And they're having to put in, you know, discussions on how to do research about reparations and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's insulting to us as a Black community to not get what we deserve when everybody else has for their traumas that their community has gone through. So uh, Ice Cube created this contract and it came out after- Very comprehensive contract. Comp- very comprehensive contract. Um, and what came out recently that Donald Trump came out with his own platinum plan, right? 
which is a basically a, a proposition for black people. Was, I think it's a last minute half court shot. They try to get, you know, get some of the in, um, the meet the in-between voters that's not sold on anybody, uh, especially black people to vote for him. But he put out a platinum plan, which is basically kind of the same foundations of the contract of black America. But it came out that he had talked to the Republican party and they had said his name verbatim that he talked to them and he worked with them. Mm-hmm. Now he's quote unquote on the fire for working with the ops, I guess. Um, but he also said he talked to, he talked to the Democrats and they told him to, you know, we'll revisit this after the election. And just to interject for a second, I read a little article. They said that they only promised him that he would have a seat at the table. You know what I'm saying? There was no Democrats. This is the Democrats. So like you said, he met with both sides and they only promised him a seat at the table. You know what I'm saying? So you can continue. That's even, I didn't, that's information I didn't know. So that's even more insulting. So um, it's a two, our conversation today is kind of open-ended, but it has two types of points. Like one, we think peace Twitter, we think peace people who don't actually be in these streets have a problem with celebrities, you know, a la Ice Cube and and T.I. and Killer Mike and such and such of trying to help Black America and seem and they're ridiculed for, you know, working with the opposite side or because because they're a rapper or whatnot, they don't have the expertise or the, the, the knowledge to go do the work versus our career politicians. And I think we need to revisit that. Two is what do black people really want? Mm-hmm. What do, what do we really want? Yeah. Do we want to follow the the? Uh, we looked up we looked up the definition of insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So we've seen over and over that voting and being vote uh, voting Democrat per se historically has not helped us in terms of black growth, economic growth and black, you know, it just just black people thriving in the land that we help build versus if a person talked to the other side, the Republicans, we know we don't fuck with Trump, but if that side is willing to work with somebody to help build black wealth, does it really matter who you're working with if the plan is if the plan is enacted? No. I don't but see, and we've talked about this all the time. We keep saying this over and over again. We don't care. We're not gonna align ourselves with parties. The black people have tied themselves to a democratic party that has not produced anything for those produced anything for us. And and we'll take whichever, whichever politician, not just, not just party, whatever politician gives us what we want is where we should give our vote. That's where we should align ourselves. We hear this all the time. People, people have been disillusioned with, with, the, with the Democratic Party forever. But I think the hatred for Trump has overwhelmed our, our goal and our pursuit of actually getting what we're owed from the government and 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 support that we want from the government, especially when it comes to policies and shit like that, because that's what the government, that's what the fucking politicians do. It's overshadowed it. We say we we've said on this podcast, man, it ain't about Republican Democrat. 
who's gonna give us what we want? Who's gonna give us what we've been asking for? We've been not we've been knocking on the door saying we we need prison reform. We need we need economic empowerment. Who's gonna give it to us? Ice Cube put together this plan. I've been to the website, I read it, I looked at it, and, and it's comprehensive. It's what we keep saying. We need a plan. What's the plan? What do we really want? Let's put it down on paper. Let's make it clear and plain the, the stuff because they're making these empty promises. Both sides making empty promises. Republicans, Democrats saying they're gonna do this. Obama did, and people love say Obama didn't do nothing for black people. Da-da-da. This is what we want. He went, he he got heads together, he got people, knowledgeable people together to make a plan. A plan that is for the help. Nothing in the plan is gonna hurt black people. Nothing yeah. in this plan is going to is going to is gonna be the change that we keep saying we wanna see. But but oh it's Trump that's gonna that, that has committed to doing things in this plan. It's not the Democrats, who probably is easier for us to lean toward. It's easier for us to vote for because it's more comforting. It's less their, their racism isn't in our face. The, yeah. the racism the racism of the Democratic Party is shrouded in political correctness and it's it's not spoken about. It's it's hushed, right? Because we we believe that there's racist Democrats. We believe that Democratic People look down on black people. They super predator bill was a democratic bill, right? Not super predator. Yeah. The um, what, what's the prison reform? What was it? Was it called? Yeah, uh, crime bill. Crime bill. Joe Biden, Democrat. Mm-hmm. That 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 hurt the community. We we talked about the hurt that that that, that did for the community, and and supposedly the Republicans, the conservatives, don't really care about black people. They don't really care about poor people. They don't really care about social programs to help people out but lo, lo and behold donald trump was sat down with and jared kushner who's i guess part of his leadership was sat down with by with by ice cube who has a very strong record for being pro-black he was in nwa he he he's empowered himself his family his companies he, he has a major production company that makes movies Big three, uh, a sport, a sports, a uh, sports league, very successful black man. He's from the inner city. He's seen what he's from at Los Angeles, where crack hit very the hardest in, in, in the 80s. So I feel like his record, we, we said this before, he has a record. So he should have some leeway, right? He should. We, I, I, I would give him the benefit of the doubt on some on this right now. I don't think that he's been an Uncle Tom or a coon or throwing black people under the bus for his success. I don't think that he's. He ain't done no Terry Crews shit that I've seen. Yeah. No one, no one has brought that to my attention. And, and I actually followed Ice Cube on Twitter once all this stuff started after George Floyd and the protests and everything. He was speaking real shit. He was called, he was t- speaking truth to power. And he was talking about how black people, what, what needs to be done to rectify the things that, that the situation of black people in America. So I think the major part is just the Trump part. People just can't see through that. People can't see past that. People really want him out of office. But I don't have a pro. I do not have a problem with Ice Cube endorsing Donald Trump for president if that's what he chose to do because he had a talk with that man and he had a talk with that team and that 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 uh, cabinet or whatever the people, and they said that they wanted to do this. Now, you an individual, Chris, you choose who who gets your vote. The endorsement. Of Ice Cube will sway some people. It will. It will make some blacks. He didn't endorse Donald Trump. Oh, he didn't endorse. Okay, what? Well, oh, yeah, because he, I... he just worked with him because they 
he reached out to both and they was more enthusiastic to get something done. He never so boom. Endorsed, he, didn't he never endorsed Donald Trump. And I and I and I saw all this going on on social media. I just didn't really have time to partake in it, but I did see that people were mad at Ice Cube. And I'm gonna tell you my first thought that I had when I was like, yo, what the fuck happened? And why are people mad at Ice Cube? I was like, I gave him, I just gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, yo, people are tripping. I was like, motherfuckers mad. Niggas just mad. Definitely people are tripping. Definitely people are tripping. I think uh, it's, uh, it's the old saying that, you know, black people are very emotional. So mm-hmm. that, you know, they put their emotions first before logic, right? Key so point. We see that he, they, the Republicans have a co-signed or, you know, announced that they worked with him for creating their platinum plan. So the outrage is like- <laughs> You think it's funny that he called the plan a platinum plan and black people like jewelry? Well, it's, it's the same thing that Joe Biden's plan is called Lift Every Voice. Oh, yeah. That's pan- even pan- like- Pander, pander. Pander, pander, pander. I don't know if it's episode. Pander, pander, pander. Pander alert. <laughs> so it's like, they're, so it's, it's, it's election season, right? So this should be prime- Dream selling season. Sell me a dream. Yep. Who's selling the best dream? Who's selling the best dream. And the Democrats at the moment are not even on the auction floor. You know yeah, they're not even they're not even putting no bid in. They, they don't got no paddle to, to especially auction. For, especially for a demographic and a, a people that they they hinge themselves on having. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we got the black vote. Well, black people are starting to realize, well. You don't really have my vote. We just been voting Democrat just because y'all not the Republicans. Y'all not as out overtly racist, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the things that the Republicans' ideals are doesn't align with Black people. And the same thing doesn't. Same thing for Democrats. So the ideas doesn't align with Black people as well. Black people are really actually very conservative in terms of how they act, of how we act sometimes, right? But mm-hmm. it's just like the the Republicans are just more outwardly, or their base is more outwardly uh, racist. Yes, that's the that's the image that we have of especially real conservative, you know, people. It seems like they uh they're not for black yeah. empowerment in any type of way. Yeah. So it's it's but you work with people that you don't necessarily fuck with, Terry. I do the same thing. I, work- I have some. I work people work with people. I don't really. I would never hang out with them outside, but I gotta work with them to get the job done. So mm-hmm. Ice Cube is taking that approach of like, I don't really have to fuck with you as a person, but we have mutual. The thing about business is business is done with a mutual goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want something from each other, right? You mm-hmm. want oh, I want black uh, economic equity. Let's figure out how to way to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's what he's we doing. have a we have something. You want my vote? I want this. We could come to an agreement. Business, and you you spoke about it before the taking the emotion out of it, taking your feelings out of it, and using your logic to get the best outcome. People, we hear we be on online all day. We hear how people are not happy about what's going on in politics. You're not happy with what the government does. You think the government misuses funds. You have a, you have an opportunity to sit down at a table and strike a deal. And I said this to you before we were talking. This could be this could be a this could be a dream that they're selling. It could not be real. 
but both people are both sides are selling dreams. Both people have made both sides have made promises for people that they haven't delivered on. Donald Trump promised to bring back to build Donald Trump promised to bring back a wall and to uh and to bring back factories to America. Did he hold up that promise to his people? Biden, uh, Biden and, and Hillary made promises that they didn't keep. It's politics. They both, but who is gonna? And so it's like both, both, both sides could be playing us. But if if Ice Cube, since we talked about him, sat down with the Democrats and they said, okay, well after the election we'll give you a seat at the table, and then Donald Trump had a better offer, you'd be a fool to not take the better offer. That's a fact. Because like there's a possibility of getting played by both sides. That's a fact. They say Democrats do everything to pander to black people to get their vote. They fucking make rap. They make rap videos and use lingo and have hot sauce in their bag and and do all this shit to do all this shit, this meaningless shit to try to get your vote. Ice Cube has something that is all meaning, 100% focused, targeted towards the benefit of motherfuckers who look like me and you. Why would I, why would I, why would I be angry? And when I think about it, it's like, all right, well now he does this, right? And it says a contract. So he's got to have somebody sign off on this, this contract or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So now he, 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 it's a way to hold this party or this person accountable yep. for what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, in my mind works like, I don't gotta, I don't gotta work, I don't gotta like this nigga, but if he wants something I got and I want something he got, we sign a contract, that's how business is done. Black, mm-hmm. black, black empowerment shouldn't be an emotional thing. It should be something that it's a business move because if America wants to really be great, black people need to be great or continue mm-hmm. to be great because no matter what you think reparations to go, right? Like, oh, we don't just give niggas money. Give us opportunity to make those decisions. Yeah. Just how we saw them niggas gave out $1,200 for a stimulus check just like nothing. Yeah. You can do that for reparations. Yeah. The only yeah. thing you might have to research is just like, what is a descendant of slavery? What? Yes, that part. And then what's the best way to get the money to the people? Yeah. That's going to that's gonna immediately affect the their 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 wealth and the, the stake in the economy that black people have. It's not going to bankrupt America giving us black people money because you know what? Black people love to spend money. Yeah, they're going to put it back in. We're going to put it back in 10 times, either by creating businesses or, you know, buying property or uh, just being niggas and doing nigga shit and buying shit that we don't need. Black people stimulate the economy in so many ways with the little the amount of month we have. We, it was like a ten, $2 billion power, buying the power or whatever. That I, black I, I, I think it's trillion or some shit like whatever. that. Whatever. And you give us money? And we can do whatever we want to do. Just give us the like. Just give us the plan, and let us as Americans decide what we want to do with it. It yeah. doesn't need to be like if you give us a, a American, a black family, twenty thousand dollars. Here, twenty thousand dollars free, untaxed. Do what you want to do with it. If they decide to open up a business, that that's money flowing back into the economy. If they decide to open buy a, a house, that's housing uh, expenses and HOA fees and and property taxes and things like that. They want to be niggas and buy cars and shit. That boosts the economy too. Buy chain shit. Let black people decide what we want to do with our money, but you owe us shit. 
Mm-hmm. It's a business deal. And see, I like that you you focused on a contract part because if they agree to the contract and then they break the contract, we know exactly who the whole responsible. Like like we haven't not like we haven't known who the whole responsible for for not fulfilling their promises. But this isn't just a promise. This is a deal that we're striking. This is a, a contract that we're striking. So if he if we if he decides to make the deal on behalf of black people with Donald Trump, and then he does not fulfill the requirements of that contract, it is very plain to see in black and white letters. You know, black people like black people. You know, white people love contracts. That's how they fuck people. But shit, we going we gonna play the game. This is this is how you like to fuck people. Well, try. Well, we gonna we're not gonna fuck you, but we're gonna play your game. We have a contract. Black and white letters, notarized, legal, however, you know what I'm saying? Just how you like to do it. But this is going to be to benefit us. And if you don't, if you violate this contract and you don't uphold yourself, then we know you're not going to get our vote in the next election. These niggas put out a rap, rap video. (laughs) But like I'm saying, the, the, so it's, but it's like, it's crazy because, and I just had to say this for the record, because we're talking about the the backlash and, and the and the outrage that people had with with uh, Ice Cube. I just want to reiterate that I do believe that most people, not just black people, most people are stupid. Most people <laughs> do not do due diligence and read anything. Most people have not. Most most people who are the loudest and most vocal are the people who haven't read a book since Dr. Seuss. And most and, and these people, if you ask them a certain questions about. Who's your congressman? What congressional district are you even in? What uh, what political party had the seat in your district for the past three elections? Who is the co- who? Uh, how 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 often do they hold congressional elections? How often do they hold Senate elections? You know what I'm saying? These people can't answer none of these questions. So I think if you can't answer these kind of questions, simple questions, your opinion should be void when it comes to conversations such as this. Because I didn't know any of these, I didn't know a lot of these things leading up to this election. So I had to do research on it and I learned these things. And I'm like, okay, I think that my opinion has validity and is worth being heard. These Twitter, these Twitter people and these Instagram people and these posts on Facebook and all these places, a lot of the loudest people are the ones who don't know shit. That's a fact. So I just also, you know, we're, 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 we're talking, we're uh, talking about, this issue and we're talking about what happened, but I, I just want to also just make sure we state this for the record too, that a lot of these voices are the stupid voices and are just the stupidest person is often the loudest person is screaming. We know that the person, the smartest person in the room isn't the one that's always doing the most talking. It's frustrating. I'm like, what do you want us, what do you want us to do? What do the same do? shit we've been doing. You know what I'm saying? For not having no wealth, not not having no generational wealth. You when, when your grandmother died, when your people die, they leave you debt. They don't leave you. They don't leave you no property. That's what you want. Do you want when you when you get pulled over for a DUI that and you actually did commit a DUI that you get charged more harshly than than the white person that does it? Is this what you want? Do, or do you want all these things that are on paper in the Constitution and amended and amendments to the Constitution to actually be enacted? And protect you. I want to be protected. I want my kids to be protected. I want my family members to be protected. And I want and I want a fair shot. I want a fair shot in every arena. You know what I'm saying? 
And if I don't get my fair shot, I'm going to take my fair shot. I'm going to take, I'm going to take what's owed to me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to call out the bullshit. That's, that's what I want. What do, what do you want? Your vote is something that is real. It's tangible. You, you stand in line to cast a vote for somebody who's going to be making decisions for you on, on a level that you cannot, that you don't have a say in. Because they, they say that our vote matters so much and, but, and they're doing so many things to suppress it. Bro, they don't, they don't, and it could be, it all could be a fake. It all could be, it all could be a, a, a matrix of the mind to control us. It could, but guess what? You in the fucking matrix, motherfucker. Play the game. Thanks. So, I mean, we're both on the same account. Uh, black men have been slandered. <laughs> we are, quote unquote, the weak link because we are tired of white people playing with us and playing with our vote. So, you know, I just want us to stay strong as a community. Do not let other white, do, do not let other people discuss house issues. Facts. And it's, I know it's difficult to have those conversations via social media, but my best plan of action for when people of non-color or whatever discuss our actions about black people to just get them the fuck up out of here. Or yes. just tell me, I don't know what to do. Just, you know. And another point I want to make to go along with that is I want us to always remember that no, everyone is never gonna agree on one thing. Correct. We're we're never gonna come. We're gonna we never gonna come to a one hundred percent consensus about what we should do. There's always gonna be different ways of thinking about it. But what I do care about is the goal. Do you care about black people? They made this. They made skin color a race. They made it where I gotta check in a box. I'm this. They identified or uh, they identify a certain group of people. They have made us a sect in the world. So, do you care about this sect? Are you doing things to help enrich and grow and, and, and make? And these people, my people, are you trying to? If that is your goal, then I will listen to you, and I will, and I will, and I may not agree with everything you have to say, and you don't have to, people. You don't have to, but I will give you my time and my energy, my life energy, if you are pro-black. And if you are, if your intent is to help my people. Now, I can, that's your intent, and then we'll go into the details of how you go about it, and then I could be like, well, your intent is to help, but you're not helping, then I won't align with it. I won't agree with it. I won't push it. I won't press it. I won't be, I will not advocate for it. But, you know, just let me know that you care about black people. Let me know that you're trying to improve. Even if you don't care about black people, give the impression you care about black people. It, yeah, and I'm, spe- I'm speaking specifically to black people right now. I'm not, okay. I'm not, I'm t- or any people that are trying to advocate for us, just like Ice Cube is. Like, you come over with a plant, a counselor for black America, let me know that you care about niggas. <laughs> you know, it's weird. People slander celebrities, but we live in a celebrity culture. It seems like celebrities are doing a lot. To help us instead of our career politicians that are playing the game, quote unquote. Like Killer Mike created his own black bank. Yes, I saw that. It's dope. Like he's like that's that's what I'm talking about. People doing the work, 
regardless of how they feel about like people killed Killer Mike. Remember he did the sit down with the NRA. People killed him. Bro, and you gotta, bro, you gotta sit down with your, you gotta sit down with people that are on the other side, bro. There's no way that anything is gonna change if you talk to the people that think exactly like you. There's that. no way. It's not. It can't happen, bro. It can't happen. It's nuts. I mean, listen, we 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 keeping it, honey. We keep it funky with it, with our feelings with it. If we're wrong or we don't know something that you might know, the audience might know. Please, you know, let's have a chat. You know what I'm saying? I care about black people, and I and I know Ice Cube does. So if he is wrong for his if you if the listener somebody listening to us listening to us thinks that he's wrong and he's dead ass wrong please explain to us what's so wrong about his approach in trying to get black equality um in the yeah, comments talk to me please chat, help chat. help me help, help me, understand. me under, help me understand please help me understand cuz like i said man i i desire for this the state of my people to improve you know what I'm saying? I will make not and it's and I will make a deal with whoever. Facts. Whoever. As long as I ain't gotta sell booty or nothing like that, we're good. Yeah, it's a deal. I'm I'm gonna put my terms. You can agree to my terms. And if you don't agree to my terms, then there's the, you you move on. It's a negotiation, man. It's 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 a negotiation. And I and I care. I care, you know what I'm saying? I I when I walk down the street. I'm, I don't care how people look at me, but you, you know what I'm saying? I don't care, but I care how you treat me and I care how you, how you, the respect you give me. You know what I'm saying? So you could think about whatever you can, you could think whatever the fuck you want to think, but what you going to do? It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? You ain't about to do nothing to me. You could think, oh, look at this nigga, but you ain't about to do nothing to me. It's a fact. Yeah, man, it's just, this is, uh, you know, politics is, as we get older, you know, uh, I think we're just we're getting more engaged, you know. I was engaged when I was younger when Obama ran. Like I was, we was out. We had to do that community service stuff. So I was out there knocking on people's doors for Barack Obama. So, you know, it's it's and I couldn't even vote in that election. And um, I it, it's something that we were forced to be a part of, and it's something we continue got to be a part of. So I care, I care. Yeah. Well. Uh, let's uh, transition to the last section of uh, the episode today. I think we've been partying for a little while. I don't know. How, there's no counter. Uh, there's no uh, timer on here, but I know we've been partying for a good minute. Uh, so I'm going to skip the questions this week. And uh, for the small business of the week, it's going to be me again because uh-huh. it's a hoodie season as I'm wearing my, my merch here. So, you know, I got hoodies, I got shirts, I got hats. We coming up with new stuff. You know, it's a management company, but you know, we got stuff that if you want to represent the brand, be a part of something bigger than you, you know what I'm saying? Fuck with us. I got good, good, good quality hoodies. You know what I'm saying? We've been shipping out. We got a couple orders. Um, you know, I'm handing the hand to hand out the trunk like the the, the D boys. Um, but if you want to come fuck with me, fuck with my merch. Uh you know, the website is dreams to reality, mgmt.com. 
slash slash merch. Come check us out. Good prices. We'll get it out to you as quick as possible. And um, come fuck with your boys. Hoodie season. Stay warm. Stay cozy. I love it. Give them that product, man. You know what I'm saying? You can't be a a businessman unless you have a product that you're selling or a service. But I like products better. But what, uh, you got anything to lead us out spiritually this week? Yeah, um, like I said, I don't have all the answers, but uh, I have a lot of questions and, you know, I'm just keep it short and sweet like I always do. This week, I just want everyone to identify one bad habit that you have. And I want you guys, and I want you to create a, a good habit in the inverse of that bad habit. So if you have a bad habit of whatever your bad habit may be, I want you to, I want everyone to try to focus on it and to try to exit out of your life. Um, I know this is hard to do. Habits are, I'm saying habits are habits. It's something that you do, you do sometimes without even you noticing it. But um, I think to help us grow and to become better people, we have to try to eliminate all the bad things that we do, especially things that we know are not good for us. You know, whether it be watching too much television or eating, eating chocolate every fucking like something that you know that is not good for you that you do you don't floss your teeth you have a bad habit of not flossing your teeth try to focus on it now that's a small scale you know you could i know people have big bad habits whether it be drug use or alcohol use or something like that but i think and i want to challenge everybody to try to identify one bad habit and to begin to exit out of your life i think it i think it's gonna help uh, i think it will help everyone I mean, I know one, I bite my nails. So I need to say that's bad. Everybody always says that shit. I did us bite my nails. You see Don't nobody, nails? nobody give a fuck. I'm oh, sorry, of course. Nobody care about you biting your nails. Is that really that bad? Uh yeah, when your nails don't grow, I feel like that's unsanitary. Oh my god. Well, but I, I, I get what you mean p- though. Pick a different bad habit. I have to think about it on that. No biting your nails. Okay, people, if you keep biting your nails, I I don't care about that. I'll think about that and I'll come back to you next week. Yeah, it could be personal. You don't have to share it, but you know, just for yourself, just something that you do and you're like, let me just stop. Let me just make a concerted effort and put a lot of energy into ending this one bad habit. You know, start with one. All right. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Terry, for the spiritual moment of the week. Uh, We're back at it again. Oh my God, back at it again. Yeah, man, it's nice to to get this shit off, you know, so I don't have to tweet crazy, you know? <laughs> I like I like uh, pop, doing this podcast, so I get shit off my chest and I don't have to tweet crazy shit like a lot of people do. Okay. Um, yeah, so remember, uh, Terry, we're going to put some foot on your neck because uh, you are the lead of our merch of the department? Yes, man, I have some really good ideas that I'm trying to get done. I'm working with uh, my man, Reggie, Warriors and Rogues, DC. Go check out his stuff um, to come up with some cool shit that I think it ties in the um, all the themes that we have in this podcast and even ties in the name, you know, Mazda Talk. So soon, man, I'm trying to get this shit out soon, 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 soon. Before the end of the year, for sure, you'll have some images at least. All right. Uh, so remember, on a path to player them, there are two rules to well, actually three rules to success: stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, and wash your hands and wear a mask. Um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Model Talks, a safe place for keeping a player, um, where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. 
We'll see you next week, baby. Peace. Oceans. DJ Jarvis Real hot girl shit. I got a stank ass walk and a reckless ass mouth. And my shit so tight. When we fuck my pussy talk, I don't even say what's up. I just tell him what I want. Cause I got another nigga that's gon' do it if he don't. Attitude bad, pussy too good. When he say fuck me, I tell him fuck me good. Chase these niggas, I wish I would. Bad bitch like me, hoes wish they could. She's cast with me, I need gas to see. And I'm all with a daddy, she a bastard to me. You ain't fucking him right, bitch, pass him to me. Real niggas love me from the H to the D. Don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm. Work it, bitch, don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm. Work it, bitch, don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm. Work it, bitch, don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that. You know the Tendo. I hit the G spot, make a tick go. YG 400, he a nympho. I like real ass with dimpo. She got probably a little hottie till you in O. I take it slow, I go gentle. Baby, like it more when it's lit though. I like when Shuddy get mento. Real free, she a sad, I'm a Scorpio. When I dip, when I glide inside you. And she know I stretch out like limon. And you know I got a fetish for them toes. And I need them right now, what you waiting for? So sweet like trivio. And you know a whole lot of women, my scenario. Uh, my AKA, little daddy. Tattoo my name, you can have me. I got the steppers in the backseat. I'm a rapper when I'm in it, I'm an athlete. I had you running like a track meet. I had you giving up the Addy. I had you buzzing it, touching it, rubbing it, loving it. Ooh, you nasty. DJ I, I, you been invited. Gangsta party, get excited. It's some body, so erotic. Can you ride it? Body count, what's the mileage? A1, draped up. Hennessy, red cup. Ass down, face up. That's the Show way she like it. Call the first one savage, mold my mood, that's what it was. 2016, we was running around, beat niggas up in the club. I know she around for the money, but act like she loyal, I don't feel the love. I'm so rich, get bored, might wake up, buy me a car just cause. Her titties is hard, cause she spent a five, my bitch titties cost me a dub. All my bitches got BBLs, all my bitches got buzz. I ain't with the rap, be Draco, pedophile, all my arts get touched. We ain't never ran off on no bar, but we still be hopping out cuz. Surprise, motherfucker. Running, running. Running, 